Anybody can shoot like that if they practice long enough. Do you want to try? Mm. You know, it's like you're a different person when you hold a gun, Mr. Cyber. Usually you are unreliable and perverted. Would you stop calling me perverted? I'm what you call nookie dependent. I don't understand. What's the difference? It's complicated, like me. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where you wouldn't know a real woman if she sent you her panties for breakfast. <laughs> my name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And together, we watch Kenji Kodama's City Hunter, 357 Magnum. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, we are under the influence, and I believe this is a first, mm. Went Vineyards. I do believe it is a first. I don't think we've had went before. Yeah. I couldn't find anything that, you know. No gun-related wine? No, none. I feel like the the Venn diagram of, like, gun owners or gun lovers and wine drinkers are maybe yeah. like very slimly connected, but... You're probably right there. Yeah. We'll hit them with the part and pour. Let's hit them with the part Fire and pour. it off into there. <laughs> As Little Wayne is a gun lover, but... No. <laughs> Technically, that's true. <laughs> that's what he was pardoned for. I believe it was gun charges. We need like a wheezy baby sound effect of all the other ones. Okay, now I'll pour the wine. That was me taking a... No, <laughs> you pissed into a cup. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's really red. You should go see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. It was a tough summer, you know? That Pfizer vaccine is finally eating up your insides. <laughs> As I knew it would. Yeah, we all knew. All right, Dad, while you're, uh, I guess, over-pissing blood, why don't you tell us a little bit more of this, about this movie? <laughs> we are back in the 80s. I know. I looked so hard, I was anime. like, well, 89, so 89. barely. Yeah, well, it definitely feels like an 80s It feels anime. very much like an 80s anime. Yeah. It's based on uh, a hunter, um, bleh, city hunter manga written by and illustrated by uh, Sukasa Hojo. Nice. There yeah, you go. I nailed it. There you go. And this has spawned really a media franchise. I mean, there's like four anime television series, three anime television specials, two original video animations, several animated feature films, mm -hmm. several live action films, video games, and a live action Korean TV drama. Oh, wow. Yeah. TV drama. Yeah. This yeah, is, this show, I mean, this whole franchise is, like, rife. It's just, it captures everything you love about the 80s, and it gives the protagonist just a severe nookie addiction, which... <laughs> yeah, the thing I liked about this was the sense that it didn't take itself seriously. No, absolutely not. And uh, so that's what made it seem, you know, because a lot of those 80 animes, they, they tend to be a little bit, try to be serious. Of course, they come across as hilarious. Mm -hmm. But uh, this was definitely funny yeah it was it was a nice return to something that was uh actually funny in contrast to milk cow which was absurd as funny it was just like i can't believe i'm watching this of course i don't think it ages well in today's no, world dude, no this guy would be canceled yeah immediately yeah he's a fucking deviant 
he's a sex spot deviant. Yeah, I think he's definitely maybe the most perverted character that we've watched in anime at this point. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I don't think anyone has quite wanted pussy as bad as City yeah, Hunter. Blatantly. Yeah. He just, you know, he has no filter. And no. He's just out there. I love it, dude. I love this movie for that exact reason. As soon as I heard him say Nookie the first time, I was like, I'm in for a fucking yeah. roller coaster, dude. Well, you know, the funny thing about that, they used a word in uh, Japanese that's like maturo or something like that. It actually means boner. Oh, okay. In, in Jap- in, boner! Yeah. <laughs> and for the English dub, they changed it to nookie. Oh, okay. So that's how that came about. It should have been this. Pussy! <laughs> <laughs> I want some! Pussy! I, I honestly don't. I, I can't imagine it just being boner. Like he'd be, you know, screaming out boner all the time. But I can almost see that. I mean, uh, I guess you just have to announce it into the world. It feels more powerful when you get an erection and you tell everyone about it it feels like it might be like yeah boner time (laughs) exactly my boner couldn't be beaten out by a mustache popping one (laughs) (laughs) yes i mean that that actually is 10 times worse can you imagine him just going up to women like whoa i have a boner (laughs) (laughs) oh my god dude that would be fucking daddy (laughs) chill Yeah, dude, this fucking movie has some potential to uh, probably never see the light of day outside of an anime context in America. But no. I think actually didn't I believe the French also did a a uh, Bucky Larson was like the name of the fucking thing, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, I think I read something like that. So maybe the French who are also sort of perverted, they can get away with it. They're <laughs> they're at least kind of in the right place. Yeah, are there any French anime out there? <laughs> we should look. Yeah. I think it was uh, that Red Turtle movie, but that might be, you know, for another day. Okay. What was the tomatoes on this one? Um, It had zero critics. Okay. And it had an 89% uh, audience rating based on 100 plus ratings, although I only found two actually written reviews on it. And one of them, I think, was stating that it was the best anime movie of all time. Wow. <laughs> That's... Either that it was on IMDb, but once somebody had just like gave it a glowing review, he, he, he was infatuated. I'm sure he was also addicted to sex to yes. some capacity. He's like, wow, this he... guy can get it together and yeah. be addicted to pussy. Yeah. So. He said Joe is definitely his idol and um, he... Uh, he models his life after him. Yeah, exactly. Although in the real, in the manga, his name is Rio. Yes, yes, yeah. This was just another example of the English I mean, why dub. why change it to Joe? Because... <laughs> Joe seems for some reason more perverted than Rio, but I think it's just one of those like Americanisms. Like they just like change the name just because I don't even know some stupid marketability, some idea of marketability. If they name him Joe, obviously it didn't do uh, enough to get this movie mainstream. And one of the fun facts I found was that there, one of the live action was a Hong Kong movie starring Jackie Chan. Yep. I did see that as well. And I really wish, that actually might have to be on our docket for um, live action adaptation movies that we watch. If Jackie Chan was at a City Hunter movie, yeah. Oh my god, dude! If he's looking for pussy the way he is in this movie, I will have to absolutely yeah, put gotta, it on the schedule. Uh, yeah, we definitely got to watch it because you wonder if they actually go with the whole like you know sex craved. They have to. That's the whole point. I thought also that Jackie Chan like yeah, but they is probably sort of... tone it down. No, I think Jackie Chan is like an also a sexual deviant. He's like an <laughs> is like an MLK type. Like he looks like really great on the the surface, but he's like cheating on his wife. Yeah, with he sort of people. disappeared from movies. Maybe he's uh, 
you know, sitting low, waiting for the Me Too. Uh, <laughs> he's waiting for the wave to <laughs> not crash yeah, over don't him. don't be looking at me, man. No, he's just fucking fangirling for China and trying to, uh, I guess, I don't even know. I know he's like a big supporter of the, the Communist Party of China or something like that. He has a weird relationship Excuse with- Excuse me? Yeah, I mean, he's like some, I don't want to say a shill or anything like that. He has, he's very supportive of the, the government in China. He's also apparently very abusive to his son. Well, he's probably very rich, so he doesn't want to make any real. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Jackie Chan is loaded, dude. Yeah. Jackie Chan has been not fucking around doing yeah. kung fu just for nickels. He's ready to go. <laughs> not getting ready to donate his money to the people. No, no. <clears throat> We're not redistributing uh, yeah. Jackie Chan's wealth, but we are trying to dis- uh, distribute these letterbox worst reviews. Although, how we were watching that show today about billionaires, and mm-hmm. they stated something like there's like a whole mess of people in the Japanese... He was one of the people in the Panama Papers, I thought. Oh, was he? I think he was. I think yeah. Jackie Chan had shit That in are actually billionaires. Accounts. And I'm like, well, how does that work out? You yeah. Know? Well, Putin is apparently maybe the, the richest man in the world. Yeah. Just because I've of the resources that. and shit like that. But let's fucking jump into these letterboxes. We yeah. can't be talking about exactly. offshore accounts. We're, <laughs> we're too deep in the weeds to be talking about foreign money at this point. We got to get back to the nookie. Yeah, exactly. That's all I really want to focus on for maybe the rest of my life. <laughs> So uh, two stars by El Nino on uh, July 22nd, 2020. It's odd watching a pervert James Bond because the real James Bond is sort of an unspoken pervert. It's interesting to see all of it a little bit more overt here and see him stopped in the most ridiculous ways. Did you ever consider James Bond to be like a deviant in the same way that you see City Hunter? Because that's something that's been like disseminated out like, all right, James Bond gets pussy, but he also doesn't consent. He doesn't care about consent. He's sort of just like, because there was a whole uh, joke in the Austin Powers movie when um, I think, like I said before, Elizabeth Hurley, I believe, was the actress. Yeah. But she was like drunk and he's like, oh, no, darling. I, I, that, that's actually not, <laughs> that's not British. <laughs> that was weird. Um, she's like, oh, I want to have sex. He's like, no, you're drunk. Like, we can't do this. And so it was supposed to be a parody on how just James Bond just is a is a rampant uh, sex haver who doesn't care about if a girl is sober or not, which... Seems about right if Sean Connery was one of the iterations. I never remember James Bond sort of just pushing himself on women. I sort of felt that they just... He slapped them. That's for sure. Oh, really? I don't know. Didn't... I mean, didn't fucking James Bond, the Sean Connery version, slap a a bitch? (laughs) Wasn't he just like... Shut up, bitch! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That feels like something he would do. It's possible, you know? It feels like something he's at least... No, either he advocated for slapping women or Burt Reynolds. One of those... Two are kind of confused in my mind. Well, but. back in the day, it was always like, you know, get control of yourself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is not the way to console yeah. a woman is yeah. to slap her in the face. Yeah. That's 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 something we maybe have to you know start off with. Uh, another three stars by E. Harrison on March 17, 2020. The gripping story of a detective who can shoot anything and is the most insanely horny dude imaginable. And his partner, whose sole mission is to use every Looney Tunes trick in the book to make sure the dude never fucks. <laughs> I I understand that, what, it was a cowrie, like, had a thing for City Hunter, but, hmm, I, there's, never, there's never really a place for a cock block in anyone's life, I don't think. If there's somebody who's, like, really, really about not letting you have sex, I think that person doesn't truly care about your well-being. Yeah. Well, I bring this up. I mean, that's sort of one of my takeaways. Well, we can jump in in a second. We don't have to. No, we no, don't no, have to no, no, no. We're tear not. this apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
another uh, three. This is my favorite part of the uh, the whole production. It really is. It's something we have to really marinate in is the the nookiness. (laughs) Uh, Another three and a half stars by Bruno Brockton on September 19, 2020. The year was 89 and Club Dorothy was my Wednesday highlight of the week. Hashtag good times. What a, what a wow. weird fucking comment. Hey, Bruno. Yeah, what you, I'm so glad you were reminiscing Club on... Dorothy. Yeah, I wonder what he was doing. What do you think in 90 or 89 he was doing in Club Dorothy? You think he was obviously doing coke? Do you oh, think, absolutely. Do you think he fingered well, a waitress in Club Dorothy? <laughs> I think he did, Over under. Quite honestly, I think he did more than that. This sounds like it might have been, you know, a... Uh, like a sex club? Yeah, well, uh, not a sex club, but, you know prostitution and Ooh. maybe dorothy was the madam you know what i mean when was when, how long has prostitution been illegal in the united states always how long yeah. i don't know i don't know it uh, feels like obviously it is legal in some like in vegas yeah i think they, they just decriminalize the, it in new york yeah i heard something like that yeah which is how i mean really honestly the only reason why prostitution is illegal is to prevent women from having power if they they just need to let women be able to sell their pussies all they want and if that means it has to happen at club dorothy uh well, i think it sort of you know maybe falls under free speech or something yeah you know? i mean why can't you just do whatever you want everybody else wants to do whatever you want. i don't want to get a vaccine yeah <laughs> if, if we can't have fucking vaccine <laughs> mandates women should be able to sell yeah. their pussy for a premium everybody's talking about their freedoms so why can't women just do what the heck they want this is i mean this is the opposite of problematic we would be like <laughs> we're champions of the people right now <laughs> wow we're we're really turning the corner i'm so happy for it <laughs> all right one more we got uh four stars by kaiju man on january 21st 2019 city hunter fires a bullet into another gun's barrel the word nookie is said almost 50 times people are often smashed by comically sized mallets there are some exciting shootouts with lots of destruction to be seen the characters are all fun and engaging and i had a blast watching them so this is a pretty entertaining movie glad i bought the used rental from hastings before they closed if I had found this out in the wild and I put this in and this was what I saw, I also would have probably screamed it from the mountaintops. It was like, wow, City Hunter, the uh, the series we never knew we needed. And this guy bought it for his collection. Mm-hmm. And he's I th- glad. I think DVDs are probably going to be like the new vinyl. and Unless they already are, they're going to be the new vinyl in like five years. So maybe we should start looking for a DVD of City Hunter. I wonder if he has a whole bunch of friends. He's like, hey, hey, let yeah, put it City Hunter, man. Yeah, that's great, man. <laughs> All of them are just... That's the thing. Like, there's a bit of this thing on TikTok. It's City Hunter Saturday night. Let's do it. Nookie, nookie, nookie. <laughs> no, there's this thing on... Or fucking, that's how they pregame. You're like, yeah, we're going to get the nookie chant going. Well, there was this thing on TikTok there. Everyone is questioning, like, what do you straight guys do when they fucking hang out? And that has been, like, this topic of conversation over TikTok. And it's just all, like, talking about sex or, like, just making fun of each other or something like that. So this feels right. Right in the uh, in the correct space for dudes hanging out, just watching some perverted detective, you know, solve crimes and shoot shit. Uh, so, Dad, now that we've illuminated the internet's thoughts, where would you like to shine your spotlight? Well, I feel like Joe had a uh, personality disorder. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're not wrong. Only in, because they would. They would animate him with the most serious face. He would turn into this like, yes, don't worry. We'll get to the, uh, you know, to the bottom of this yeah. and uh, we're going to save An Absolute professional. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> he sees one girl's cleavage yeah. and he fucking loses his mind. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, dude, the, the multiple personality thing, I think, has to do with, a, I mean, this is apparently part of his backstory, that he was born in, like, Central America or, like, South of Africa or something like that. I don't fucking know. But he was experimented on with LSD, and he was trained, like, his reflexes by being high on LSD all the time. But whatever it was about the drug gave his uh, libido also a fucking jump start, so he's obsessed with sex. And he just, I mean, he's a dead shot. That's like the two best things you can get out of fucking uh, doing, you know, hallucinogenic drugs. You get better at sex and you can fucking shoot a, shoot a bird out of a sky a mile away. So he's having like flashbacks of some kind of sexual, he must have been near a red light district or something at the same he time. He must have been like molested by yeah, his exactly. captors or something like that. <laughs> he's got some weird fucking sexual problems. And of course, he was on LSD, so who knows what the hell he saw. Yeah, he could have been fucking a hyena. He wouldn't even know <laughs> <laughs> if he's in Africa or South America. I really can't remember what the uh, TV tropes told me. But yeah, his, uh, his split personality was incredible to watch. And then the peepholes. Yeah. That was just, you know, come on now. That was like, <laughs> I could see him being a permit, but he had peepholes, you know what I mean? So he, he would, he, well, he, no, I could see him being like a sex crazed, but then he went, you know, over to the pervert side. Yeah. He's a, he's a, and then basically he's a detective who's like seriously breaking the law. You know what I mean? If somebody found out like, Hey, this guy has peepholes in his house, you know, and he's probably cameras too. Well, this is, this is sort of what I was going to say with this nookie dependence thing. Like he, Cannot go a day without trying to get pussy. Like, that is such a horrible mindset to be in. But also to be, like, the most toxically masculine version of that, too. Like, you know, the the I'll just say it now. But the fact that he tried to shoot uh, the, the dad as soon as he comes out of a fucking building and then also wants to fuck the daughter yeah. is just, like, in hand-in-hand why he's a problem. Yeah. I'm problematic. <laughs> he's a problem. <laughs> And then the, the, the whole, the mallet thing, <clears throat> the thing that was sort of weird was that they all had like a, like, a, you know, a number on them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and was that like the, the severity of like the, the size or something yeah, like you know, that? It was like a hundred T, which is like, what is that? A hundred tons? I, I have to think it's something like that. That's like, uh, what of it? The caliber of a gun or something like that. It's just like the, the strength of her mallet, how yeah. dense it is or something like I that. I mean, and then literally she had like a, a battering ram that freaking knocked him out of the freaking when he was in the shower. Yeah. Wraps him up in a blanket and hangs him out of the yeah. window. Yeah. Oh my God. I love yeah. this movie, dude. <laughs> she was definitely, uh, a, you know, the dominatrix, I think really she tortured him. Yeah. He's <laughs> probably, he liked it. he's probably into edging <laughs> in that sense. You ever hear of edging? Do you know what that is? Mm, no. It's like when you, um, when someone is either jerking uh, you off or like you jerk yourself off or you're, anybody's arousing you to the point of like almost coming, but they don't let you come uh, until it like kind of like, you know, builds yeah. up and then you explode. So I, I imagine that's their entire relationship. Cause I think they get married at some point. Really? I think that's like how their story ends is that they get married at uh, in the TV show. I'm not kidding. Like that's actually like what the the canon is. Well, so he finally turns like, you know, he finally gets his partner, which is cool. Yeah, well that's that would be interesting. I mean, you got to think that he's not going to stay loyal. <sighs> I mean, Did that's he? what you're scared of for yeah. sure. It doesn't seem like he'll be able to help himself or maybe they'll have an open marriage. That'd be kind of cool. 
that you know she'll be just like down to have threesomes because that's the ideal <laughs> i think <laughs> i don't think so the man. chauvinist dream is to have a wife who only wants to fuck other girls no. with you yeah she would and that's have my to dream do a let's be honest 180 on her uh ways well, in terms of him looking at women and just i mean he just has to mention something to him and well she made the comment that she's like i'm sorry i have a flat chest and a big butt and i was like that's not bad nowadays like you can get away with that you just gotta have a fat enough ass as long as you're cool with that like you're, you're i know fine. when she changed you know when she gets the clothes for nina mm-hmm. and she's like oh that the top's a little tight <laughs> it's like, like oh ah. of course it is <laughs> and these pants are a little baggy yeah my bus my bus i must make my bus bigger yeah yeah yeah, Cowrie was uh, down bad for him. And everybody knew that she was in love with him. Even fucking Nina at the end, she's like, oh, I'm glad I didn't say anything. Or I like, I, I shouldn't say anything because... Yeah, and then Helson says, maybe he ought to look, you know, closer to what he's, you know, he's to make some comment. Yeah, yeah, everybody knew that Cowrie yeah. wanted his fucking dick, yeah. dude. It's just... Well, that was pretty obvious. I think that what they were saying is that he didn't, well... He obviously should know, but yeah, he's 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 playing the long game. He's getting all his uh, frivolous fucks through uh, before he has to actually, you know, settle down and maybe have an open marriage. And the only other thing I wanted to bring up was the overly complicated fake death plan. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, come on, they he the, they're risking the guy taking a bullet to the chest or maybe even to the heart. Yeah. By taking out some of the gunpowder out of the bullet so that it doesn't penetrate your skin. Now, that that's not. What was he? What did he say? He was like, "I know it was risky, but it was a risk I had to take," or something like that. Like it was something where he was like very confident that he knew what he was doing. But that's a ridiculous idea, and I wonder if that has any merit. That it could actually like you could fake a death with a fucking. Also, what happens? You know, what are they just going to say the body's disappeared? Like, what? where is the processing of the body? All of a sudden, he's like, oh, we got to mark him down as dead yeah. in the line of duty. It's like, well, there has to be a funeral. I mean, usually, it, you know, they do something where they'll blow something up and, you know, supposedly he was in the car or something and that, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, he blew up, he's dead, and then, you know, he shows up, mm-hmm. so. And, of course, the thing of it is, is that was he such a sure shot, Helson, um that he was able to aim for the pendant because he's shooting a bullet at him too. Yeah. I mean, at Joe. It was very reminiscent of the Suicide Squad movie that we just watched last night. Do you remember that scene yeah. at the end? Yeah. Yeah, the two bullets. I guess that's just like a classic trope. Like one has to not fucking hit and the other has to do it. So I mean, there's a and there was even in the peephole sequence where, um, what's her name? Cowrie? Uh, Cowrie. Yeah takes a gun and shoots it through the hole and yeah. she goes, good thing she's a bad shot. She missed. <laughs> just, how do you miss? <laughs> how do you miss sticking a gun in the hole and then your eye is up against it? Yeah. So I'm like thinking, oh shit, she just shot freaking Joe right through the uh, you know, the head. That would have yeah. been a much more interesting movie yeah. if she kills City Hunter yeah. in the first 20 minutes because he's perving out. Yeah, and then he's sitting there through the whole movie with like one eye with a patch on. <laughs> Not even. Like they're trying to fucking cover up his murder. Like they're trying to hide his body. Falcon has to get involved. <laughs> that was the, I'll, I mean, I'll jump right into my fucking nookie dependent thing, but the, uh, the, uh, when he spills, I didn't even know soup on her fucking shirt and he tries to clean it with his face. Oh yeah. Your face is, th- <laughs> he sits there and motorboats are just like, yeah. yeah. I wonder like if you could fucking wave like a picture of pussy to like city hunter and he would just like come fucking bark it out of the house. I well. think, I think with the, the mouth thing, cause I had a lot of the similar points with you and I kind of already said them, but um, the, the mallet thing, I feel like more women should carry around 
weapons to fight against the men who are trying to, you know, get up on their shit because they're just always dealing with pervy dudes, uh, you know, weird comments. You might as well have some sort of, you know, either a knife or some sort of hammer. Women need to be armed. I think, I think that would be cool for them to be properly equipped to go out into the world to defend themselves. Well, they'd probably be better off with a gun. But also, I mean, I called people who have guns pussies like three episodes. So if I'm not going to have me swinging a mallet. I don't know. I don't know that I'd be overly scared about that. Yeah, I guess it, uh, I'm going to go with the blade. I think we should all have. I, I still think we should just have swords again. Like, that's really all I want. <laughs> women need to be swords women. Swordsmen is like an antiquated term. It's swordswoman now. Yeah. They're the ones who have to take up the blade because all these men are just too obsessed with their dicks and guns. They're too much like city hunters. We'd have all these Xena warriors running around. Oh my god, that'd be so hot. <laughs> Gal Gadot's of the world. Yeah, that's just another reason for us to sexualize them. Is the worst part. It's like, oh wow, these girls are fucking hot. They got like swords and shit, and then they stab us, and they probably give me a boner. Oh, <laughs> uh, I had uh, just one more since um, all these are pretty much depleted for me. What is the extent of diplomatic privilege? Because that was one of the things that was used in Helsin's defense, that he had diplomatic privilege so he couldn't be arrested for murdering somebody, which I've never understood. Like, that's a, a device that they use in movies and shit. And like, I don't understand yeah, how far Yeah, but you I don't go. think they were using it properly here. I think they were exaggerating the, you know, the amount of protection that he had. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Because I, I just, I want to know like how much you can really Otherwise, get you know, you'd have, you know, foreign actors coming over here and just like, you know, walking out and shooting somebody and then running back to the embassy and like, hey man, I'm sorry, man. I was just doing my job, <laughs> You're man. You're just waving from the embassy. Yeah. It's like, you hey. can't touch me though. Yeah. Diplomatic freaking privilege. I'm safe. I'm yeah. home free. No. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. No. There they probably they use it more. as a plot device here, but uh, I don't think that's actually doesn't true. carry water now okay all right i just wanted to make sure we couldn't have just like formal diplomats committing crimes and being uh immune to actually having anything happen to them um were there any uh takeaways or any unintentional lessons you had from this one well my only takeaway was that you know if you have to torture your love interest to get him to stop looking at women <laughs> you probably need to find a different man yeah, I think negging, though, is like how a lot of people uh, even express their uh, interest in somebody, right? It feels like when you, I mean, at least people in my age, I don't know, this is probably like schoolyard shit, but you just kind of like give somebody shit. And that feels sort of the responsibility of like Cowrie to like, you know, express herself in that way because she can in any other way. Because she's trying to be a professional. I think she's like the daughter of whoever... Or the stepdaughter, which is even more complicated now, <laughs> if that's actually the case. Uh, I thought he was like the stepdaughter of like the person who helped start his agency or something like that. No, I think she, she was the sister. Was it the sister? Yeah. Okay, that's... Yeah, the, his, his her sister was originally with Joe. Yeah. And then she ended up dying. I think it was the brother. Oh, it's the brother? I don't think he was working with a woman before. I think it was just like well, there was one, some one family member with Cowrie died yeah. after. But yeah, that's uh, that seems fair. If you definitely are trying that hard to get some dude to fucking like you, maybe <laughs> try making him jealous by just hooking up with anybody else. That seems to work most of the time. Uh, I had, I think, just two takeaways from this. One was just the women love dangerous men. And that seems to be tried and true uh, 
pretty much throughout history. I, I'm not really sure. You could go all the way back to, what, Helen of Troy and fucking whoever. Who is uh, the person who stole her? Perseus? No, that's not him. No, not Perseus. Um, all our gr- fucking, you know, Greek and Roman heads are damn. screaming. Yeah, who cares? I don't fucking care. I'll just, I think of it as Orlando Bloom. I think that was who he was in that <laughs> yeah, movie. that's what he was. Yeah, <laughs> which is essentially the same person. That seems to be about right. Uh, and my second one was that Falcon is just goals who is just a hot, huge, bald guy who keeps a loyal woman by his side. Like, Maki or... Uh, that's her name. Maki? Mickey? Or I don't know. Uh, Mickey? Mickey. Yeah. Mickey yeah. just does not even blink at fucking any of Cindy Hutter's bullshit. She's just like, I'm going to stick with my, my hot, bald boyfriend, and I don't need any other man. And this actually spawned me to consider, uh, after he had that fight with the other bald guy um, towards the end of the film... The uh, the bald guy power rankings, and I actually composed this because I have real thoughts about this uh, as somebody who is losing their hair slowly but surely. So the first one up on the the bald power ranking, I have the fully bald like the Rock cut that yeah. the full kind of like Bicket. You're 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 probably number one in terms of your power status. Uh, the next one up is the shaved head but with stubble, but you still have like a hairline like a Doc Rivers. So you're uh, choosing Jason to be Stratham. No, I have him next. The Jason Statham uh, is the one who has, you know, the the sides that are really crop cut, kind of like the way that you do it. Yeah. So you're third on the power ranking. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're powerful, but you're not there yet. No. Uh, the next one up that I have in the fourth one is the power donut or the Costanza, where it's like the grown out fucking, you know, the back and the sides. And you you just look like George Costanza or a Dr. Phil, Larry David type. Uh, then the bald top, but the ponytail I have it even, you know, not at the bottom because it feels like it's a commitment to grow your hair out that long enough to grow a ponytail. So it feels like you have at least some confidence in it. I think you, yeah, but I, I would think you might want to reverse that power ranking. You think the, you think the ponytail is more than the power donut? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm willing to change it up. I mean, that puts Larry David towards uh, the, the maskers of the world, the thinning maskers. I mean, maskers. The wor- what, do you have any more power rankings? I have rankings? two. I have okay. two more. Uh, one is the, uh, anything that you're doing to like mass thinning. So if you're doing a comb over, spiking it up, like that's towards the right of the bottom. And the person who I have the least respect for is the hairline tattoos. Do you know anything about this? Yeah. When fully bald men get a fucking tattoo of like a hairline, like they just shave their head. I think that is the most despicable thing. Don't get a fucking tattoo. You fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Just be bald. Don't get a tattoo. What about the, the toupee? Oh, well, uh, that's those are unmentionables. Those are like the trash people of the fucking bald community. Yeah. You don't get to talk to them. If you are, I, I if you right, brought that up before about toupees. I mean, those even I, I don't think people are sporting them anymore. You they just uh, there was a um, a, a, less in the movies. Obviously. No, 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 no. This just happened recently on uh, an MTV show or some like it's a Nick Cannon uh, show. I can't remember what it's called. But one of the the people who was on it was like doing crowd work and he went up to some black guy and he fucking ripped his weave off like he ripped his hair uh, to piece uh, to pay off. So they're doing it now, but it's just more nuanced. It looks like a real hairline. Like I'll have to show you pictures. And I I think I said probably the same thing last time, but it's really. No, I've seen it. I know what you're talking about. It's really well done. I mean, honestly, you could look great with those, but I respect you. I mean, the I totally shaved you. head now has just become so, like, you know, it's almost fashionable. I mean, some people, like, shave their head just to get that look and are not bald. I think that had its peak in the 90s, though. Like, that is less 
uh, I think more people are prone to like taking medication or doing the weave thing than going fully bald. At least in the millennial sphere, because all those people are probably like just getting into their forties if the oldest millennials. But the fully bald thing, that was like Michael Jordan was killing it. You yeah. know, everybody who wanted to look like Mike or Tupac. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. That that feels about right in terms of my power rankings. If anybody uh even cares to dispute them, I guess fuck off. <laughs> I'm not changing it unless my dad says anything about it. So we are uh, here at the question section of this podcast, Dad. We are uh, at three lies and a truth. So uh, are you ready? Yep. Alrighty. So entry number one. City Hunter has suffered from a mute, uh, Me Too reckoning in light of its most recent movie release of City Hunter Shinjuku Private Eyes due to Ryo, or Joe, sending a dick picture to one of his clients. Uh, entry number two. Director Kodama wrote a Detective Conan City Hunter crossover script 20 years ago that he considers his masterpiece. But due to rewrites and lack of studio interest, the film has yet to be produced. Entry number three. While Joe Saiba is considered a ladies' man and what some would could say uh, a chivalrous pervert, he is canonically known to have what he considers a small penis, but doesn't allow it to stop him from pursuing women. And entry number four. After the success of City Hunter, manga creator Sukasa Hojo went on to create a spin-off series of City Hunter that takes place in a parallel universe where the main character is the daughter of a crime syndicate leader who is kept alive by Kauri's heart after she's hit and killed by an oncoming truck. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? Well, I'll be shocked if this is true, but I think the first one is a lie. Is that your final answer? Sending a dick pic final answer yeah it's a lie (laughs) (laughs) i uh i really wish that was true i really wish that because in the new shinjuku private eyes apparently like it's closer to modern day enough so that he had to consider what to do with cell phones so it felt it felt like it could happen but i just don't think they had the balls to to make him that much of a pervert or he's like not asking for titty pics i don't know i haven't seen the movie yet maybe he does but Uh, yeah i can't imagine that'd be intense and let me see here. I don't think the small penis thing's true either. No, you don't think uh, no. Joe Saiba has a small penis? No. Uh, you are correct. He has a, a fucking gigantic dick. I I saw... Um, it was... Because uh, that's part of like... I want to... <laughs> let me tell you about this dude's dick. This cartoon character's dick. He... It looks like... A traffic cone, like not even a traffic. It looks like a fucking fire hydrant coming out of its pants. Like I, I, you can answer the next one, but I want to find. Yeah, but is this some kind of fan freaking you know drawing or something? I mean, I don't think that the the actual creator of the manga. No, this is like canonically what his fucking dick is like because he the whatever the the response from the LSD. It looks like he has just like this. Oh, uh, is that out of the manga? Yeah. Oh wow. It looks like if you have like a shaker bottle or something like that that you put on a blender. <laughs> That's how big his dick is. There was another one. Oh, here it is too. This is like not really great for podcasting, but it just it looks like a small baby in his pants. It's, oh, brother. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so he definitely does not have a small penis, but anyone who does have a small penis well, now still I, wants to get I can pussy, see where they 
you know, they came up with the boner thing. So he yeah. just must be sporting boners all the time in the manga. Well, I can't believe he's able to fire a fucking shot if all the blood is in his goddamn cock. It doesn't feel like he should be able to <laughs> even function, quite alone, be able to fire a gun in such a way. Well, that probably explains why he gets all goofy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is all the blood rushes from his brain he just goes hey, oh boner. Yeah. <laughs> exactly he dude. sort of blanks out and he just starts going into this whole freaking you know yeah he dips into the crazed freaking lunatic dude. some weird fucking man child with a fucking hard yeah. dick it reminds me of a uh moebus had a comic strip called the horny goof <laughs> <laughs> Moebas? What the fuck yeah, are you talking about? Yeah, it was about? a guy that, uh, he's a French artist that he wrote, he did a lot of graphic novels. Moebas? Yeah, is I it, used to... Is it Mobius or Moebas? I always thought it was Moebas. Oh, I Mobius? I think it's Mobius. I think I've heard of that name. Moebas! I thought it was always Moebas. That's how a lot of people that I knew pronounced it. Because you hang out with dumb Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Moebas. But it was in Heavy Metal Magazine. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up now. You give me another answer here and I'll tell you if you're fucking right or wrong. So we have the, uh, the chival, no, not that one. The, uh, the Detective Conan and City Hunter crossover or the, uh, Cowrie's Heart supporting the main character in the, uh, alternative universe. Yeah, I don't see the Conan thing, the crossover, so I'm going to go there. You're going to say that's a lie? Yeah. Dad, you are correct. Yeah. You fucking... Good for you. You, I don't know if you've even been it's doing been, these lately. Yeah, it's been a while since I got one of these right. Yeah, well, this one was sort of all over the place. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, this, the, the universal, or excuse me, the parallel universe thing was like just weird enough that it seemed to work. But that's real. It's called Angel Heart. It's like the, the I mean, obviously the comic book creator had such success with this one that he just spun it off. And, you know, Cowrie and him are going to get like... Uh, wedding pictures or something like that and she gets hit by a fucking truck and then all of a sudden this crime syndicate leader's daughter who tried to kill herself is given Cowrie's heart and then all of a sudden she can feel her thoughts and shit like that so it's really convoluted um yeah i knew that it was some kind of a spin-off yeah it it although i didn't know that it had that premise I was surprised when I read it, but it feels like it was right for City Hunter. It feels like Joe had to at least take a backseat to a woman in this uh, in this new world order. He can't be he can't be a pervert in the new world. He really can't. <laughs> we'll have to maybe watch private uh, you know private Shinjuku or whatever to see if that's the case. But hey, we are uh, we've arrived at the stadium, Dad. We're here to play some. Were you paying attention? So uh, how's uh, how's Erskine feeling? Have you heard anything of the reports? Has uh, fucking Rappenport tweeted anything out? Schefter, no. Does he even I, tweet? Does they even watch XFL football? Well, you know, now he has a, you know, he's got an agent and everything, so he's trying to, you know, keep that's it true under wraps a little bit so that he doesn't, you know, draw any unneeded attention. Yeah, other he, than what he's, you know. Well, with training camp right around the corner, Erskine might have to uh, get a chance to get back in the league, so it doesn't feel like we can keep him back this long. Unfortunately, I think he's unsigned. He definitely is unsigned. He's not yeah. gonna. He's not yeah. on the practice squad no, or the NFL. I mean, he, we have anything, four quarterbacks. You would on the have Patriots. to be pretty desperate. Oh, well, I don't even think the Patriots. No, yeah. no. <laughs> no. Mac the Jones pa- is the the chosen one. Dude. <laughs> yeah, we're not After bringing that him back. first round pick. It, you know, Erskine's just a forgotten 
Yeah, know? dude. Fucking Erskine on draft night was just like slamming his hand on the fucking yeah. table. I was like, who the fuck is this Mac pussy? Yeah. Well, I think he's having a better time. You know, at least he gets to play in the, uh, what it, What are we playing in? The XFL or? Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> whatever what league. Yeah. <laughs> we've been playing for, I don't even know how many weeks straight. So apparently <laughs> these people are like slave wages just working every single day. At this day. point, he might be playing arena. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. I, it doesn't feel like he's had a break or maybe his just, you know, CTE is just not going to set in. Or Canadian. Stops. I think he'd do well in Canada. Canadian. I'm scared for Erskine once the season stops. I think that's really where we're going to be uh, seeing him in his worst. He might really go off the deep end. Yeah, he 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 doesn't do good, you know, well with downtime. Yeah. <laughs> every every fucking day in between practice, he gets in trouble. Yeah, he gets he gets uh, you know bored and horny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much like a city hunter type. Yeah. But uh, hey, I think you know he's living that rock star lifestyle, so. I'm pretty sure Erskine's gotten in some more trouble this week, so maybe I should send this over to my co-host. I heard he was going to try to go out on tour with Motley Crue. You're not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's always in the talks to join. Uh, what uh, Johnny? He Depp took on up the, the bass guitar. What is is he? Is Johnny uh, Johnny Depp is with who? Alice and Chains Alice, or whatever? Yeah, with the Hollywood Vampires, mm-hmm. with uh, Alice Cooper and Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Wow, what a group! And I watched a video of him singing. Um, the David Bowie song, David Bowie, Bowie. Bowie. Um, what the hell was it? Can't even pronounce American. Heroes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that feels we like. We can be heroes hero. just for one day. <laughs> and Johnny's like, I, I, I couldn't believe I could hit some of those notes. It's like, it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not that hard, yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah. You're not fucking singing Whitney Houston. Yeah. You jackass. Yeah. Bowie wasn't really like, you know, pulling out all the stops on that one. No, certainly not. He was sort of talking through it. Yeah. He just has to do a weird. Uh, there is a part where, you know, you do have to, you know, sing a little. <laughs> he has to have a better English impression than me trying to impersonate Austin Powers maybe like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. ago, which was really embarrassing. But hey, let me send this over to my co-host because uh, we got to play some fucking football. So Joe, hit him with those horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Puck, coming to you live from Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois. We're anticipating a great game between the Chicago Capones and the Tampa Bay Vipers, where XFL newcomer Patrick Vanilla Tainerskines, hoping to have a Kobe-esque performance in light of his most recent legal troubles, but will have to outplay Chicago's judge, jury, and executioner in the secondary, Buster Jizz Like a Tommy Gun Lovewell. Back to you, Drew. Jizz like a Tommy gun. You yeah. know, I think that Joe needs a uh, somebody else in the booth. You know, usually you got to have a ex, you know, some quarterback. Or, yeah. It, maybe yeah. Erskine might come up to the booth. That's a possibility. Erskine maybe has a career in commentary if uh, you know, this whole fucking football thing uh, really spirals out for him. But <laughs> he's still playing strong for the moment. If I, we can think of a character, I for think sure. next week, yeah, we have to introduce somebody else in the booth. Yeah. Well,. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'll I'll figure out one of. I just what, realized that that Keith you know. Smoothback Richie could come back and he could fucking you know yeah. announce the game with us because yeah. he's not around anymore. Yeah, I tried to get Tim on the pod. Yeah, he, just he blew out his back. knee and it's just it's it's all over for yeah. Smoothback. He's his back has gotten especially hairy now. <laughs> now that he's not in the league, no one's shaving yeah, it right. for him in the showers. <laughs> so, Dad, question number one: What is the license plate of Sandra's Porsche? Is it A 2024 B 1877, 
C6003, or D9906? Well, if there's one thing I do when I'm watching these animes is I check out license plates. Because <laughs> you know that I'm, <laughs> I'm all about it. You're all about numbers. So uh, <clears throat> it's 6003. C. All right. That sounds like a confident answer. Joe, what's going on? Drew, if you can believe it, Erskine is in hot water again with the law. And this time he's being sued by his former Strippers Anonymous sponsor, who's claiming that Patrick not only compromised his marriage by banging his wife, but also his college-age stepdaughter in an act of spite for trying to get Patrick off the pussy tap. For what my broadcast team is telling me, the suit is for well over $1 million in damages. So let's see if Vanilla Taint can cash in a few checks in the end zone to pay off his defense lawyer. Since when do you get sued? (laughs) Because I'm running out of plots. (laughs) Erskine hikes it. He pumps. Double pump. Now I'll throw to an arrow. I'll throw an arrow to the receiver. I'll slay it. It is caught. Jim Bob, slob on my knob wiggler with the catch and run for a big first down Vipers. Jim Bob, slob on my knob wiggler. Helping you out with the uh, the very sure catch there. So good for you again that one. All right, question number two. When we first see Helson, what color shirt is he wearing? Is it A, yellow, B, purple, C, red, or D, green? Uh, I don't know. I don't see him wearing yellow. I'm going to say purple. Purple? (laughs) Purple. Purple. All right, Joe, what's going on? Drew, the Vipers are lined up in there, slipped in the back door to slip in her back door package. Erskine takes a snap. Fake pitch, and he rolls left. Now we'll wing this one across the field. It is caught. Babyface, teeth on my penis, Sawicki. Bringing this one in with one hand for a touchdown, Vipers. Yes. So you are up 10-0, and we're about to uh, head into the third question to uh, essentially take us into halftime here. So you're you're starting strong. Yeah, I'm, uh, this is definitely... Uh you know, my showcase game for, you know, any teams out there that are interested in <laughs> yeah, so and a maladjusted freaking quarterback, but you know, has potential who, what scout from what NFL team do you think is, do you think the Texans, cause they're probably going to trade away to Sean Watson cause he's also a pervert. So it feels like they should swap in one for the other, right? Yeah, but I don't see it. You don't see him being a Texan? No, not a Texan. Mm. He was such a good Patriot. Who, who, how could he be anything else? Right. <sighs> I'm having a hard time coming up with a team that might want to use, you know, Erskine's. I feel talent. like the Cowboys or the Browns. That feels like either one or the other. The Browns, I mean, whoever Baker quarterback Mayfield, goes down first, man. Yeah. yeah. Whoever gets injured, he'll at least have a flyer week. He'll bring a couple of buddies with him. Who fucking knows? <laughs> All right. Question number three How many days have uh, Joe and Cowrie gone without new business? Is it A, 25 days, B, 48, C, 52, or D, 66? I know this one. B. B? Yep. All right, Joe. What's going on? Drew, halftime is minutes away, and the Vipers are lined up in their living a porn plot package. The best life to live. Erskine hikes it. Fake the juicy thighs. Now we'll throw it to the quick screen, and the screen man's got a wall of blockers to take this one for a huge gain. Robux, seducer of yoga milfs from <laughs> fantasy, making a play with his feet for another touchdown, Vipers. Yeah. Yoga milfs, uh... Oh my God, Roebuck is maybe my idol here. Seducer of yoga milfs is uh, is something I aspire to pretty much every single day. <laughs> so we're heading into halftime with a uh, seventeen to zero lead. So that's pretty commanding. I don't know if you can fuck that up, but I'm sure you could. So <laughs> Joe Cuck's got to run down from the fucking uh, the booth and ask you a few questions. Patrick, 
Why did you ruin your sponsor's family with your penis? It wasn't my fault. I was passed out on the couch, and I woke up, and... It Why was, were you in the... What, you were on her couch? Well, my sponsor had to, you know, help me out that night. I We couldn't get back to my apartment, and uh, so he just put me out <laughs> on the couch. An apartment? <laughs> <laughs> Live in a studio apartment in Tampa Bay. <laughs> well, I don't know where I'm going to be next, man. I'm not going to invest in a home. <laughs> I'm not going to get into real estate. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the prices of places? Uh, come on, Patrick. You know how bad cockingers hurt me. You should have learned. Now it's going to cost you a pretty penny. All I can say is the daughter is of legal age. <laughs> she's a sophomore, from what I understand. So she's at least 19. So good for you, I she's guess. She's a very aggressive girl. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pervert. <laughs> All right, second half, question number four. What kind of gun does Joe use? Is it A, a Colt Python, B, a Desert Eagle, C, a Smith & Wesson Magnum, or D, a Ruger SP-101? I seem to remember that this gun was featured in another anime, Hmm. the Python. I know, I saw... Is this your answer? That's my answer. The Python? I think you are right that it was another movie. But Joe, let's see if this is the right answer for the question. Drew, we're here at the beginning of the new half and the Vipers are lined up in there. Liked her mom so much that I gave her kid a baby package. (laughs) Erskine drops back. He's going through his progressions and it seems like he sees something he likes because Patrick is going to go deep on the first play. And it's caught! Wembley sold cockpicks to get through college Valenciano. (laughs) Making it look easy for a big Vipers first down. Sold cockpicks buy those uh well with the only fans economy the way it is some people can get away i mean if he has a dick as big as fucking city hunter maybe i people just don't see think it. you'd have to you know there's just plenty of free picks but it's you uh, you just don't understand the people i mean who are these are uh, like celebrity picks you know well like i said they're fucking huge but whatever it is about like paying for porn nowadays like it makes you feel better if you for some reason like get exclusive content Especially if it's pornographic. It's like, I'm only seeing the specific videos that they're posting here. So this means more to me that I'm seeing them suck dick on their own time and not over a studio's money. Oh, so maybe, yeah, maybe Wembley has a fucking hog and he's he's putting himself through law school as he plays football on the side. So good for you, Wembley. Uh, getting that catch. All right. Question number five. How many years ago did Nina's mother die? Is it A, three years, B, five years, D, or C, seven years, or D, ten years? I'm going to say, I'm going to go to the highest. I'm not really sure. I'm going to say 10. 10? All right, Joe. How's it going to go? Drew, the Vipers can't be happy with their quarterback's performance this drive. And I'm sure Patrick wishes he had paid for a prostitute instead of sneaking around with a married woman. You should never fuck a, <laughs> never fuck a man's wife unless he asks, Erskine. That's important that he asks. Unless he's being properly cucked, you can't fucking just weasel your way in there. I did not weasel my way, I'm telling you. <laughs> she grabbed my dick when I was yeah. passed out. Yeah. She knew I had the Erskine magic in my sack. <laughs> she <laughs> tried to take it from me. Oh, my God. She'd been giving me the eye for a long time. Man. Yeah, over the pork chop, yeah. she was fucking licking her lips. <laughs> <laughs> what a dinner. Eating pork chops and getting your dick sucked by another <laughs> man's wife. <laughs> what a day. Oh, no. Well, it looks like you're probably not going to lose this game, but let's see how this last question is going to go. 
Uh, so question number six. What was the ammunition type Helson used to kill Killiman? Which is a very on-the-nose name. Uh, was it A, a 5.56 NATO, uh, B, a 9mm Parabellum, C, a 300 Win Magnum, or D, a 7.62mm Nagat? They do say this. This isn't just something that I extrapolated. No, I'm sure they did. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the 556 NATO. 556 NATO? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe, how's this game going to end? Drew, we've reached the two-minute warning, and the Vipers are coming out, and their (laughs) horniness cost me a big bag package. Erskine takes a snap. Three-step drop, and he ducks a defender. Patrick rolls right, and he's going to make a throw of the move. Bloody noodle arms this way, and the defender is going to pick it off. <laughs> Buster just like a Tommy Gun Lovewell, making the superstar play on defense, and he's going to put this one away as he goes back to the end zone. Touchdown, Capones. So, hey, 7-17 to 17 isn't that bad. Yeah, no, but you never like to end a game on a pick six. Yeah, but, you know, it's sort of meaningless. You you pretty much proved your point by uh, coming out strong in the beginning and then, um, I, I guess, maybe coming out strong in the way that yeah, you Yeah, I coasted a little at the end. Yeah, you, you didn't have so much stamina because you fucked both the wife and the daughter, which is also just a very complicated yeah. situation. I have low T right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need a fucking horse testosterone oh, injection. Oh, no. Would you get banned from the NFL for taking horse testosterone? Yeah, I don't think you can Or take. gorilla testosterone? What is that shit that Joe Rogan talks know. about? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it feels like that would also probably impede your play. Maybe a little p- bit too much. You get roid rage or something. But hey, we are uh, heading back into the locker room feeling good. We are maybe going to look for uh, some testosterone in there. Maybe we're just going to drink a little more wine Gatorade. Maybe we're going to play Would You Rather, which also sounds like a pretty good time. You uh, ready for a few more games? Sure. Alrighty. So, Dad, would you rather have an old-style duel with punching guns once a day that have Mike Tyson power punches, or get hit with a mallet every time you look at a body's woman, uh, or a body's oh. woman, a woman's body, <laughs> I've had one sip of wine, a uh, woman's body below the neck? So, the way that I'm interpreting these questions is that, you know, like in an old cartoon, how they have like a gun that has like a, a punching thing at the end of it and you shoot it and it has like a, a big springy, you know, thing that shoots yeah. it out. You'll have to have a duel with somebody once a day and you can only shoot them in the dick. That's like how it is going to be. So it's a Mike Tyson punch to the dick with this gun. Or you have this big, I guess, contraption set up over your shoulders and neck that anytime you look at a woman, they it scans your eyes or something like that, and a mallet will come back and fucking hit you in the back of the head. So you have to be... And how much force is that hitting you with? What was the, the lowest 10... Uh, <laughs> what was the thing that was on the smallest mallet she had? I think that's whatever you have to carry around. It's almost like a guillotine, but with a mallet. So you're going to have a duel, so there's the potential that you might not take one to the dick? Yes, but you have to... And who are you dueling against? I guess... I'm going to say everybody wants to duel you, but you just have to <laughs> ask them to do it. Is this like a circus attraction? <laughs> <laughs> you carry around two guns. They're like, all right, you can take this one. I'll take the other one. Punch the man in the dick, everybody. Here, give me a dollar, and you get a chance to punch him in the dick, but at the same time, he can punch you, too. That would be pretty cool. See if cool. you're a man. <laughs> See if you're a man. See if you lose your manhood to these fucking... Come on, honey. Go ahead. Go up there. Punch him in the dick. I want to see you punch him in the dick. <laughs> I want a fucking teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a teddy bear. 
<laughs> yeah, you got an ice pack and a teddy bear, dude. That's pretty much the only two prizes you're getting out of that one. Did you ever see that? Uh, I'm only bringing this up because the idea of like getting hit in the back of the head. But there was like this boxer who got into, I mean, it was in a fight, in an actual like, you know, refereed fight. He uh, kept getting hit after the bell or something like that. Or the referee was like letting shit happen. And he kept getting punched in the back of the head. And then he got fucking paralyzed. Like he just like completely was screwed up after that yeah about that's that possible shit. i mean there's definitely been people that have died well that's what i'm yeah. scared about if i'm getting hit in the back of the head with a mallet that's coming around like a fucking pendulum if i look at a woman's neck i mean i can't look below her clavicle i guess like because anything where i would objectify a woman i would uh, have to pay for it with maybe my life yeah which is tough because that's a lot of the time i'm probably <laughs> i'm gonna have to go with the mallet thing because i mean you're gonna I... go with the mallet thing well, I mean, I like I said, I don't know what you were, how much force that mallet's going to hit you with. It's going to hit you like a fucking mallet. What are you talking about? If it, if you have a mallet that's like up like here and it pendulum swings in the back of your head, that should be enough to yeah, maybe even I knock you out. Punched in the dick with Mike Tyson power punch <laughs> into the dick. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. <sighs> I think I would just have to, you know, sequester myself out into the Are your the reflexes that bad, old man? You can't fucking pull a you can't pull a, a, a trigger quick enough? I have no idea. I don't know how this thing's gonna work. It would be Punching like Punching guns. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I oh my god, Mike Tyson punching power to the cock does found pretty Maybe, awful. you know. I mean if nobody checked, I could probably wear like a cup or something. Yeah, that feels Almost like without being said, it feels like you would have to at least maybe adopt like a chastity belt or some kind. Then yeah. you could really uh, get the best of either all. way. I mean, you're you know, you're looking at <laughs> suffering some damage somehow. Yeah. Well, you're not going to have any other kids. You don't need your, your fertility, you know. <sighs> yeah. But... Johnny Knoxville has mutilated his penis from all the jackass stuff. I'm sure he's fine. Like you can get away with it at this time. You're 58. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not advocating for you to get punched in the dick. <laughs> I kind of am, but I, oh my God. If I look at any woman's body below the neck, like if my eyes even stray below her shoulders, like I'm fucking knocked out. Like what happens if I'm at work and I just like see a guest <laughs> or something? I look at her fucking legs and all of a sudden. Maybe you have to go on like with the cone of shame type of thing. Some kind of thing around your neck so you can't freaking look down. Or like horse blinders that are like right below your <laughs> yeah, eyelid right. or something They're like that. Freaking, you know. That feels manageable but at that point you have so much headgear on if you have this weird gauntlet too you look like a fucking freak yeah so yeah you're probably not dating if you're wearing this weird thing either so i i want to be i want to be the gunslinger i want to have the reputation of putting people down i would just sort of like challenge someone to a duel because it would it's, it happens on the spot like you just catch somebody's eye it's like all right this is happening this is happening i'm putting this gun in your hand i'm taking 10 steps and i'm Hopefully going to shoot you in the dick. Yeah. Well, hopefully you've become a sure shot. And yeah, I have decently fast reflexes. I seem like I catch shit all the time before it hits the ground. So I feel like I could at least have a few wins under my belt. Maybe I would hide inside for a lot of the time. But <laughs> either that or I would look at you and be like, all right, dad, let's fucking go. Uh, all right. Number two on this. Would you rather? Would you rather fight Jackie Chan in an MMA fight? Win and you get one million dollars. Lose and you go to jail for a year. Or you perform a strip show at Carnegie Hall every night for no money uh, for a total of three years. Oh, I would definitely fight Jackie Chan. 
He's 68 now, I believe. Yeah. Do you think he's that diminished? Because he's he was doing he's still doing movies. No, he's probably still tough, and I probably would lose. Oh, I got to go to jail for a year. But the thing is, is that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody who's gonna try to fucking kill you for hurting Jackie Chan. <laughs> I'm Hopefully sure I'm not Jackie going Stan into in like, the state penitentiary. I'm going into one of those, like, you know. No, I'm going to say you go. Now that you brought it up, uh, you're going to the real place, dude. Because you're a criminal. You tried to take out Jackie Chan, China's favorite son. What do you mean? You're going was, in, no, no, no. It was prize money. You're, you're going into a Chinese concentration camp in the same way that they were going to put that one dude in the movie. So that's the difference. Either you beat Jackie Chan and you win the prize money or you go to a concentration camp. Or you just perform a strip show. You show your dick and balls to approximately... How many people fit in Carnegie Hall? Like fucking 20,000 people? That almost sounds like a movie idea. It feels like a you pretty... You get freaking, you know, you have to go into uh, getting in a fight with Jackie Chan in China. And then if you lose, and then, you know, the horrors of going to jail. Uh, Carnegie Hall only has uh, 3,671 seats. So only a little less than 4,000 people would see your dick and balls at night. But you would also have to do learn like pole The thing of it like is, that. I mean, for no money. I mean, what's the purpose? And then... Honestly, probably people wouldn't even show up after a while. No, I'm going to say it's a full house every time. I'm going to say that you, they're so interested what, in embarrassing somebody you. else paying them to come in because this is like some weird nightmare. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst version of like you pooping in public or like not having your homework. It's like everybody in New- wherever New Carnegie Hall is. I don't even know. They just want to see you uh, strip naked. You become famous for being the goof. That oh, yeah, it is New York go. City. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's three. There's at least 4,000 people in New York City who would love to see your dick and balls and the rest of your body just shaking it up for an hour, two hours. I don't even know what the show would be. How long is a fucking how long do is a, a stripper? I guess they work like eight hour shifts, so it's not that long. Yeah, I guess up on stage, but then you got to do lap dances. You got to go. <laughs> give, they're probably all homeless people, to be honest with you. I feel oh, like they, I, well, you said for no money, so they can't even. Uh, I'll say they can't it, even give you. Uh, you know, they can't Venmo you money after the no, show. No, they can't. You know, it's not like you're in some kind of a scenario where people are all sitting around this, <clears throat> you know, circular stage and they can put money in your g-string or something like that. <laughs> no, I mean, the, whatever they would come up to the stage in Carnegie Hall, they would probably just like slide something up to you. It'd probably <laughs> just have to be like monopoly money if they can't actually give you real stuff or like pizza slices. If there's any kind of money involved, then that's a whole different. I feel like if it's the homeless people of New York City, they're probably going to try to shoot cum onto the stage. <laughs> Fucking bring me pizza. <laughs> pizza that's covered in cum. Oh. I'm gonna come. Oh no. <laughs> I think I think uh, I'm scared that I would lose the Jackie Chan, but three years of being nude, I don't know. I mean maybe that could foray into like a a, a sex worker side of uh life for me afterwards i don't know i'd like to see a picture of jackie chan in his (laughs) i thought you were gonna say i'd like to see a picture of you naked no (laughs) (laughs) i would like to see a picture of you at carnegie hall no 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 yeah Um, but what does jackie chan look like nowadays what does his muscle mass look like what does his dick look like google what does jackie chan's dick look like nowadays drew we're not interested in his dick dick size i'm i didn't jackie chan do porn no. The oh, okay. I typed in Jackie Chan dick size, and the first one was the length of Jackie Chan's dick and the size of his balls. Uh, I'm not looking at it. But <laughs> Jackie Chan porn. Oh, Jackie Chan admits to acting in porn movie. I fucking knew that. He acted in two adult films. See, this is this is closer to one than the other. Good for him. Here's like black and white photos of Jackie Chan. Uh, 
I don't know, laying with his Chinese woman. It seems like he's having a good time. He looks at least happy in the photo. Didn't st- I wow, mean Stallone I did porn too? He did. Yes, yeah, st- I mean I think he either did softcore, or he did like actual uh, porn. But I don't know. Porn back in the old days wasn't as like graphic and gonzo like. Yeah, it, it all depends on your definition of porn. You know what I mean? Because there is like soft porn and. Yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 I would hope he did hardcore. That'd be cool. If he only did softcore porn, that's fucking lame. I mean, there's, you know, definitely stories of there being movies that where the sex scenes actually were real, but mm-hmm. even though they didn't show it. Yeah, it was all simulated sex. Well, it was supposed to be simulated, but they actually supposedly did perform real sex oh. during. Did you ever watch Nymphomaniac? Yeah. Didn't I mean that's uh apparently either that is simulated sex or it is actually Shia LaBeouf no, with his dick out. The girl that like the young girl, she had a uh prosthetic prosthetic vagina. pussy? Yeah. What is that? I mean, how does that work? I mean, you see Shia's penis. But I think they have like they well, said I'm not saying about his penis. I'm just saying that the, supposedly the girl like didn't have any true, you know, there was no Whatever scenes they were showing, it really was. Was it a merkin? Like, uh, do you know what a merkin is? No. It's like a fake pubic hair that, like, people wear, like, to hide their genitalia. I don't know. Look a it up. A fake fucking I'm pussy? Like, pretty... what's the point of that? Like, you don't even really, you're not well, showing the point her vagina. Of it was just her age. She, she was what? She wasn't under 18. I don't think so, but at the same point. Yeah, I guess you, I mean, if you want to be able to not show your genitals, you definitely can. I'm, that's fair. <laughs> We've sort of gotten off here. But, Dad, what would you do? You were going to fight Jackie Chan? Or are you going to strip? Be uh, Well, I don't know. I don't even know where we are with the strip thing now. I mean, in terms of... Uh, it sounds like you're stripping for homeless people in Carnegie Hall. homeless people are just coming in because there's a place to sleep and at the same point they get to see me as a show of you know doing a striptease yeah dude they like i said they might be sharing their food with you they might be sharing their food they probably wouldn't even be watching i'm sure they would like i said there would be be the same freaking people night after night (laughs) they're all friends with you david you're ready to go (laughs) fucking two years straight You know what? I'm. Uh, you always have to make it so like extreme too. It's like you could have just gone a year. No, I'm, that's. I mean, the whole thing is like it's just not. <laughs> yeah, fun you for have me. to go three years just to make it. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be totally humiliating. Because people forever. who do these hypotheticals ask the stupid questions, and I'm trying to ask the galaxy brain like, how much endurance do you have to show your fucking naked body every single day to people who have lost their home in New York City? That's the important question that I'm asking the world. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm uh I'm not gonna fight Jackie Chan just because I'm scared I'm gonna lose to an almost seven year old man. So I'm guess I'm just gonna have to get comfortable with being naked. Maybe there's gonna be a hot homeless lady who there's might no see embarrassment in that. No. Losing to Jackie Chan. Yeah, but I would go to fucking a concentration camp, which is like not really my bag. I don't want to be there for a year. I don't know what's gonna happen in a year in a concentration camp. Yeah, well now yeah you change that too. It's I mean, jail like is still pretty tough. Country was, club jail. No, it's going to be a concentration yeah. camp. You're going to be breaking rocks. <laughs> yeah, they might be breaking off one in your yeah. ass, too. Yeah. Who knows? So I'm going to go with the Carnegie Hall thing. What okay. are you going to do? Fight him? Yeah, I'll go with Carnegie Hall because that doesn't mean, I mean, it's... Uh, you're you're not, safe. Yeah. I mean, all I have to do is, you know, go out, <laughs> strip, come off stage, 
go to, you know. You probably still have to work at a Starbucks job. <laughs> it's like, are you the guy who strips every night at Carnegie Hall? The thing Hall? is, maybe I can make money, you know, somehow off the fame of that. Like, oh, yeah, the, meet the guy that strips every night for homeless people in Carnegie Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> I think that really would probably get you a lot of money. To My be night job is stripping for no money at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. But during the day, I work at I Starbucks. <laughs> I'm I, an influencer. I'm an influencer who gets naked for homeless people. Yep, that sounds about right. All right, final would you rather. Would you rather be injected with LSD whenever you get horny or... Come with the force of a 357 Magnum. Oh, jeez. So anytime that you have uh, a thought that arouses you even slightly, it'll be injected into your brain. So you'll get LSD straight to the fucking the system. Or you're, you're firing off gunshots out of your penis, dude. Are you hurting people? It would women. It would be the. Sh- it would be a fucking gunshot. You yeah. fire 357 uh, Magnum uh, power loads. I thought when I saw this one, this was a real conundrum for me because I've done LSD before and it lasts a long fucking time. So if I'm getting horny, especially if I'm getting horny when I'm high on LSD, that's just going to be a perpetual cycle of just me being blasted off of my fucking mind. But also blasting one off, I can't jerk off anymore. Like if I'm shooting off no, guns. You, you, yeah, well, you just have some sandbags or something in your room. <laughs> you have a concrete barrier <laughs> yeah, against right. the wall. Ba, 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 ba. What are you shooting off gun? Well, yeah, sort of, kind of. Yeah, Buster Jizz Like a Tommy Gun uh, Lovewell would probably have a little knowledge about what that feels like. <laughs> that That is a real fucking fear to me because as soon like if you are hooking up with a girl, uh, even if you wear a condom, it wouldn't even matter. You pull out and you have to make sure you aim maybe out the window. I don't even know what you have to do. You have to aim on up the ceiling. Like you have to get that shit out of there because that thing is going to fucking kill somebody. Can you imagine like, Oh my God, dude, the, the police come uh, to the crime scene and it's like, so he shot him through the head. Yeah. He come shot him through the head. <laughs> it's like, he just wanted a, a blow job and he blew out his fucking brains. <laughs> I mm, uh, I kind of want to do the 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 cum shot magnum thing just because I feel like I could almost be like a superhero even though I don't know what my refractory period would be I don't think I have six shots in the chamber I like think I you're gonna have yeah I think you're gonna have to go with that I mean the LSD thing could just be just one long nightmare you could and discover some crazy I stuff mean about I think yourself. you could you know definitely have a situation where you could, you know, manage the the shot as long as it didn't blow the freaking the head of your dick off. <laughs> you get a little pre cum and it's like a fucking uh, backfire. Yeah, if somebody pinches your head, fucking. Oh, oh man, like a. Oh yeah, they squeeze your balls yeah. a little and they <laughs> you fucking misfire. Don't do that, no. Bah! Ah! Oh. That would be scary, dude. Yeah, I think I think dangerous, but maybe manageable. I definitely don't think I want to be high on LSD all the time because that's like five to six hours of just being fucked up. And I feel like if I get horny, I don't actually know if I've ever been horny on LSD. I've tried it a couple times, and I don't think I've ever been like, I've never at least tried to have sex or LSD or anything like that. Which maybe I should have, but you know, it wasn't in the cards for me. (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe I should have. Yeah, honestly, I feel like... Or maybe you shouldn't have. Having done some hallucinogenics, I would have loved to have gotten head while I was high on DMT. I would have wanted to know what that feels like. Because I was in like a different room. I was in a different place and I would just be getting my dick suck at the same time. That would have been incredible. I'd be like getting interplanetary interplanetary head. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard anybody um, experience that. That's that's uh, something I'm going to have to look up too. <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. DMT sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the, uh, the, the, the gunshot cum because... I just don't want to be high like that. That's it's probably some weird Egyptian sex goddess, you know, that they would have witnessed or something weird, you know what I mean? Or like aliens. Yeah. I feel like the aliens would probably try to jerk me off. Yeah. That was like they always say, like, if you do, do DMT, like little gray people will fucking come and uh, try to get in contact with you. And maybe well, they're just trying to get in contact with my dick. Aliens are down to fuck. So it's just. As we've established yeah. over 30 so episodes of yeah. me and my dad watch anime, it seems like anime. Uh, an- Aliens, excuse me. Aliens are very down to fuck. Yeah. So hey, that- I think that might be the only reason why they come down here. They're just they're probably you know looking for some strange in the, in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the strangest of strange, interplanetary <laughs> pussy. I'm so tired of this damn friggin'. I'm tired of all this alien dick. I'm yeah. looking for some American asshole now. It, either they're coming here to warn us about you know climate change, or they are trying to get fucking you know <laughs> climate change. That I mean that. I was listening to some podcasts the other day with like Tao Lin and he was talking about how all these different uh, alien um, encounters often have people being communicated through telepathy uh, and all of them are like it was like Zimbabwe you ever hear about the Zimbabwe kids who were um, there's this whole thing with like these I think it was in Zimbabwe but it's like a school of children were apparently visited by aliens and uh, they all have the same exact story and all say the same exact thing, even 20-something years later, that an alien spaceship landed, communicated with them through telepathy, and said that, um, you know, they're killing the planet. And, like, the children were filled with like, this intense sadness or something like that from the 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 uh, the messages that were being conveyed to them through these aliens. And it's used as this uh, this thing that's always brought up is to prove that maybe we have been contacted by aliens or something like that. See, I wouldn't think that they would care about us ruining the planet because then we would just kill ourselves off and the planet would recover. I mean, I mean, it's been here for millions of years, billions of years. I don't know how long it's been here, but... Um, there could be just some sort of intergalactic fraternity of, you know, um, life in the sense that they just uh, understand that we have a special thing going on here yeah. well a lot of people theorize that ever since we've developed nuclear weapons that that sort of piqued their curiosity they said that too in the podcast that people in like um nuclear silos will often say that they've been visited uh or a lot of examples of people who work on nuclear sil- silos say that they have at least seen ufos or that they've experienced some sort of contact or something like that and they've been warned that they shouldn't be using fucking nuclear stuff. And then they got anal probed. Yeah. <laughs> then they got butt fucked <laughs> by a big green alien, which not a bad work day, to be honest. You, you ever remember that movie, uh, Pump Up the Volume? And it had, um, oh crap, who was that? The um, the actor that was in Heather's. Um, oh, Christian Slater. Chris, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a part in the beginning, and there's this black guy, and he's doing like pirate radio, and he goes, "What is it with the anal probe?" It's real, yeah. Yeah, you're just like, why do they have to come in with the anal probe? 
<laughs> what are they figuring out in our assholes that I we couldn't no just tell idea. us? You know, don't you think they would have some instrumentation that they can just scan our bodies? But no, they're not. They don't have to stick anything up your ass. I feel like it's kind of true. I feel like you would learn a lot by being inside of someone's butthole. <laughs> In the few assholes that I've been in, I've definitely learned a lot about at least the asshole. I don't know so much about the person, but, you know, it is oh, what it is. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Dad, uh, now that we've gone completely off the rails talking about, um, I guess, getting buttfucked by aliens again for the fifth episode that we've ever... I don't even know how many times at this point. But we're uh, we're heading out into the town. Erskine is, uh, I guess, feeling pretty good about his performance, and he's uh, taking all his teammates out to hit the bars, maybe find another yoga milf or something like that but uh we're also trying to think about maybe what's going to happen in the future of these characters maybe some other scenario we're at uh bits skits and sequel ideas ghibli all grown up so i can't imagine you do have anything but i would love to ask you anyways dad do you have anything to contribute um well i do have some uh character futures okay that came about i love that and uh joe uh receives therapy for his sex addiction and his split personality. Oh, wow. And once he comes out of it, he creates his own uh, workout video. It's called <laughs> Nookie Size. <laughs> Nookie Size. <laughs> okay. Just remember one part of the yeah. movie, he started doing... Time to Nookie Size! Yeah, and he's doing this freaking, like, you know, yeah. pelvis thrust and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that could get some play, especially on Instagram. And he also writes a book. Oh. Yeah, I did it all for the Nookie. <laughs> And it's got a forward by Fred Durst. Oh, my God. <laughs> Formerly of Limp Biscuit. Is he um, a predominant nookie getter? Is that like something he's known for? Or is he just... Fred Durst? Didn't he like fuck some... Who <laughs> no, there was a song. Oh. There was a song that they did. It was like, you did it all for the nookie. Nookie. Oh. And you can get your cookie. Shove it up your ass or something like that. I love that. Yeah. That seems right then. It yeah. seems like he would be the appropriate person to do that. And uh, Falcon, he uh, retires as a sweeper. Okay. And he opens up a chain of uh, Cat's Eyes cafes. Well, I don't know how he can open up a chain if no one fucking goes into the one that he has now, but... He becomes famous somehow. You somehow. Know I mean? Yeah. As a, a Through Joe, you know what I mean? Joe, you know, comes out with the, the Nookie yeah. film, and he's sort of... He was probably featured in a few of the videos. Maybe he's Because, like, I mean, the dude's buff, so he was probably, you know, part of the... Maybe he's like the Hannibal Burris of uh, the Bill Cosby thing. Like he exposes Joe in some like mainstream way, because that was what Hannibal Burris was like. How at least the mainstream caught on to him. Like he said something about Bill Cosby, and then all of a sudden everybody's like, "Yeah, Bill Cosby is a rapist." So <laughs> maybe maybe Falcon finally sort of was like he made a move on Nikki or something like that, and he's like, "All right, now I'm fucking putting this dude on blast." And uh, Cowrie, that's her name, right? Cowrie. She uh, becomes an advocate for the Me Too movement. For sure. And she writes a book. Everyone's a writer. I love it. Me and Me, me, and me Too, <laughs> bringing down the hammer. Bringing down, bringing down the hammer on my abuser, <laughs> my husband. Yeah. I, uh, I like those. Did you have any more? No, I was trying to come up with some other ones, but... I, I think the main yeah. three were important to have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the modern was, day... I was trying to think of what happened to Helsin and... Uh, Helson and uh, Nina. I, I figured he somehow came to a some kind of a violent death, you know, 
after all that he yeah exactly you know he he survives this you know weak bullet and then but actually you know and it would have been something foolish you know like he, he slipped in the tub or something <laughs> he gets back to east <laughs> yeah. galileo or whatever yeah. the fuck he's from or he <laughs> falls off the boat you know he meets up with nina and then freaking falls off the boat and drowns oh or something my God. You know? yeah and hits his head on the pavement <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> no, he drops in the ocean and freaking drowns. Oh uh, well, either way, that would be uh, that would be hilarious. Nina be probably you know quits piano, becomes like a you know a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Troy answer. Oh, uh, remember in uh, Gogo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a sad. Nina rather dies oh, and she just God. goes to prostitution. That's exactly what would happen. If oh this yeah, was, if this was fucking, she uh, would spiral into freaking, you know, depression, depression. Start doing drugs. Oh my God, that's so sad. It feels like every time Troy had like a future for a character, it always devolved into the requiem for a dream yeah. aspect for these women. Oh, so no. hopefully, yeah. Nina... oh yeah, she definitely turned to drugs. Also, yeah, <laughs> very much just became a heroin whore, <laughs> selling her pussy on the side. Yeah, that's um, that's really impressive. I love that you uh, throw those out there because that's that 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 paints maybe a larger picture of what things could be. Uh, I had an idea for a uh, bit this week, and it was pretty much just um, two detectives sort of getting acquainted. Uh, like a detective gets like a new partner. Um, I really didn't put any uh, real thought into this, but I think you could probably understand where I'm gonna go with it <laughs> so well if i if i don't i'm gonna find out yeah you're definitely gonna figure it out we'll we'll definitely be fine all right so uh let me set this timer here three two one go officer uh or detective uh detector wallen can you uh come into my office please yes sir um wallen you've been doing a hell of a job and as a uh, chief uh, I know that things have, you know, been difficult since you lost your last partner who, uh, you know, honestly, I didn't think he was going to kill himself. It was kind of crazy. Once his wife cheated with a football player, it didn't seem like, uh, <laughs> didn't seem like things were ever going to get better for him, but you've been really strong these last couple months. And, uh, we, we brought a, a real crack crack shot to, 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 to take over your partner's place. If you're ready for it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready, but you know, life goes on. That's the attitude we need in the police. I need you to decompress, or excuse me, I need you to uh, push down all that trauma and hopefully take it out on anybody that you find. So uh, let me introduce you to uh, Detective Stoneburn. He's uh, he's going to be uh, following you around in the next couple of weeks as we uh, dip into this next case. What's his name? My name's Stoneburn, asshole. It's nice to meet you. Excuse me? Stoneburn. And what's up with the asshole? Uh, you have to listen. Hey, look, look, look. If you're going to be my partner, you got to show me some respect. I've been on this force for 20 years. Yeah? How much pussy you get? 20 years on the force? I'm not that kind of a cop. Yeah, well, of course you're not that kind of cop. All right, thanks, Chief. I'll, uh, I'll take care of fucking Captain Limp Dick over here. <laughs> so, uh, as... <laughs> <laughs> we fucking, you know, walk back to our desk. So what I've been uh, told by the chief is that I guess we're looking for a missing person. Uh, somebody's daughter, uh, I guess, has been uh, reported missing. We're, 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 we're supposed to be staking out someplace. I mean, do you got a car? I left mine at the fucking shop. Of course I have a car. All right. Well, all right. We, <laughs> let's get in the fucking car then. So we, we hop in the car. Hold on. We got to go to the donut shop. 
you're one of these cops. All right. Uh, oh, look at me. <laughs> you're fucking... Well, 275. Oh, you're one of those cops. Yeah, yeah. All right. And don't ask me about my wife. <laughs> I feel like I will. All right. We uh, we drive over the Dunkin' Donuts. We we, we we go up to the thing. All right. Uh, Juan, what do you want? I want a... Uh, uh, give me an eclair. An eclair. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh. The 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 what you call it? The intercom comes on. It's a woman. Hi. Welcome to Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, what can I get for you? Oh. Hey there. Uh. How are you today? Um. I'm all right. Uh. Is there something I can get for you? Yeah, baby. Why don't you uh Why don't you put in an eclair and uh. Maybe a black coffee, and uh, how about you write me down a cream pie, too, if you're trying to get out of here? Uh, excuse me, sir? Yeah, why don't you actually make those uh, eclairs double stuff? Because I gotta feel, I feel like I got a lot to offer here. Uh. <laughs> you got something to say, Wallen? Yeah, I do. You want a coffee or something? After that, no. Actually, I'm not hungry anymore. Uh, well, baby, I'm gonna have to take these cream pies on the road, so I'm gonna come back around 7, right? So w- just let me know when you're off. Fuck you, pervert. <laughs> That's my... Yeah, she told you. Eh, you know, she'll come around. Just like I'm going to come inside of her. Uh, we, we fucking drive off. We go to, I guess, some apartment complex. Um, and we get out, go up the stairs, knock on the door. Excuse me, is anyone there? Hello? Hello, this is uh, Officer... Uh, or excuse me, this is Detective Stoneburn... I'm here with my partner, uh, Detective Wallen. We're here to ask about your daughter. Oh, okay. Um, uh, let 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 me get the door. So she fucking opens the door. She's got like huge tits. <laughs> She's just this hot mom, this hot yoga milf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? Um, can we uh can we come in? And uh, you put a hand over my mouth <laughs> to stop me from saying something about coming inside. <laughs> Yeah, well, come on, control yourself. What is wrong with you, man? Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, um, sorry. Hi, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Bukowski. Um, we've uh, we've come here to ask you a few questions about your daughter. Um, honestly, can I use your bathroom real quick? I'm gonna let uh, Officer Wallen ask the questions. I need to um, I need to work something out. Uh, I guess in my pants real quick. Um, so I fucking <laughs> I go off to the bathroom to jerk off. <laughs> so um. <laughs> So, um, so, um, your, your name is officer Wallen. Yes, it is. Detective ma'am. Wallen. I'm sorry. I don't really know the difference to be completely honest with you. Um, so how can I help you first? Can you give us a description of your daughter? Well, um, she's, uh, she's, uh, she's 19. You hear the, you hear fucking, um, <laughs> the dude in the bathroom, like how, oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, that was weird. Um, she's, um, First of all, I want to apologize for my partner. Well, it's okay. He's, he, honestly, he's kind of charming. Um, <laughs> he seems like he's. You might, think so? He seems like he might be a fun time. <laughs> um, he, she's, uh, she's about five two. Um, she has a maybe a D cups, thirty four inch waist. Uh, do you have a picture? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Um, <laughs> she runs off and grabs a picture and from the bathroom, he's like, can you slip another one of those in here? <laughs> so she's like, um, yeah, I guess. No, no, don't do that. Please. Are you sure? He, he seemed like he, he really wants to help. 
yeah, I'm just afraid he might be making a mess in there. Oh, uh, well, there's there's extra toilet paper if you need any. Thanks. <laughs> so I fucking give you a picture. Yeah, she um she went to go see a she went to go see a show. Um, I think it was a, I think it was Alice in Chains. She went to go see. I guess her favorite actor is Johnny Depp. She was always into him from ever since Edward Scissorhands. So she wanted to go see him in person, and she never came home after that. So. Well, obviously, ma'am, your daughter was lying to you because Johnny Depp does not play with Alice in Chains. Oh, no. So, uh, what do you think happened? <sighs> she might have been abducted, <laughs> abducted by aliens. There's oh. been reports. <laughs> I burst out of the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I burst out of the bathroom. I'm, like, wiping the sweat off my face. <laughs> Whew. Okay. Um... Sorry, ma'am. What is my fucking partner saying to you? I heard something about aliens. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, too. What do you mean aliens? You know, it's been a long... Like docu- immigrants? No, no, no. I've been hearing a lot I'm from talking the Republicans about... that people are coming across the border. Are you saying illegal aliens took my daughter? The <laughs> no, ones who are spreading the virus? E.T., ma'am. What do you... What the fuck? Wallen? You're you not a believer? Wallen. What is this? Are you some fucking conspiracy theorist? You're damn right I am. And it's not a conspiracy. You heard about Area 51? Yeah, as a as a thing people joke about. I thought they're stealing Actually, can I Let me get you Let me just tell you something really right now, okay? I've been anal probed. Oh. Yes. We, I don't I don't talk about it very much, but <laughs> me and the mom like look at each other. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. Uh what do you mean you've been anal probed? Well, <sighs> driving home one night, my squad squad the squad car. <laughs> some lights came down. Next thing I know, I woke up on a table in a dark room. Mm-hmm. And I was being anal probed. All right, cut back to the night of you getting anal probed. <laughs> You're fucking <laughs> in the car. You see a saucer come down. Um you fucking you hear something in your head. Detective Wallen, we're here to tell you that the world is dying, and we're here to send you a message. We just need you to get out of your car. What? What? what what's the message? Step out of your car, and we'll be able to tell you everything you need to know. Okay, hold on. That's a very complicated <laughs> door. Yeah. You get fucking taken up, uh, and it's just a bunch of, um, you know, gray aliens in a circle around you. It's like... Wait, 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 hey, what are you guys doing? Hey, hey, what, what? <laughs> we all <Hey>. tackle you. <laughs> Come on, oh, get his pants oh, down! Oh, get his pants oh, down! Oh, no, no! Oh, no, not the air prompt, no! Oh. Sounds like you came. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you hit my G-spot. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, since we already went for about, you know, nine or ten minutes there, I think we could cut it off there with you getting assaulted by a gang of aliens. Oh, my God. That was, uh, I feel like that was a decent bit. That was all right. Well, it went weird places. but Yeah, we had to sort of see where, you know, everything took us. We tried to get some fucking... Of course, your character's always going to be masturbating somewhere. It doesn't always have to be that way. I don't think I'm always jerking off in a bit. 
I don't know. I think you like to bring that part in. I, I think I just like to jerk off. I think that's just something I can't really move past in my life. But hey, we'll we'll be able to figure out if that was a decent bit uh, sometime <laughs> later in post. But we're also going to try to figure out if this may, uh, movie is maybe uh, possibly the best of the best. We're trying to put this on the Rushmore. So, Dad, uh, the first uh, put him on the Rushmore that I have here is the Private Eye Rushmore. So does City Hunter, uh, Rio or Joe Saiba beat out... Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, um, Jack uh, Nicholson as Jake Giddies in Chinatown, Humphrey Bogart as Philip Marlowe in The Big Sleep, or Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura in Ace Ventura Pet Detective? Um, I mean, I technically don't really want to put him up there, although I feel like Jim Carrey is not really the... See, I, I would rather take off Nicholson, if anything. I mean, Giddy's is a cool character, but, like, what? He gets his fucking nose slit, and then he doesn't even really get to solve... I mean, he solves the crime, but then the girl dies at the end of Chinatown. Like, he doesn't actually really help. And what is it, she a product of incest or something in that movie? Or she was getting fucked by her dad? I don't remember Chinatown at all. I'm pretty all. sure, like, her dad was, like, assaulting her or something like that. Yeah, I just I, I just don't think I'm going to put him up there. No? At all, no. Yeah, I mean, he, he was a competent detective. I mean, if... Oh, wait a minute. No, I thought maybe we'd have a uh, a movie perverts. Then. We have the we have the, the next one up as a movie. <laughs> so if you don't want to put him there, you very yeah. well might have to put him on the next I mean, next I think one. that's what he's more famous for, quite honestly. Yeah, his nookie dependence. I mean, he did a, a few, you know, some sharpshooting, but... Yeah. He was able to figure out that uh, the dad was... Um, what's his face? Helzen. Without ever uh, having to be uh, questioned about it. He just figured out, I guess, the, the initials. That was his thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm fine with keeping on this Rushmore because this is classic. I really, I mean, Jim Carrey as the pet detective is a uh, special place in my heart. I think he's a, a special kind of detective, so you can't really knock him for not, like, solving crimes or whatever. He was a little transphobic at the end of the fucking first, um, I think it was the first pet detective movie. But, yeah, that's uh, that's something we're going to have to look past to. Maybe uh, let City Hunter go be a pervert somewhere else. So, hey, the next one we got up is pretty much made for him so we have the nookie dependent rushmore so does joe beat out michael fassbender as brandon sullivan in shame uh dennis hopper as frank booth in blue velvet mike myers as austin powers in the powers franchise or charlotte gainsborg as joe in nymphomaniac you ever seen shame with uh fassbender uh, i heard about it but i and i think i started watching it but i never never completed it mm -hmm. i actually like that movie as somebody who also struggles um <laughs> with my impulses oh boy i'm definitely not uh to the degree that he is and i do not have a as big a penis as michael fassbender let's fucking be clear but i think maybe dennis hopper is maybe the weak link here yeah i was gonna go there too because he I don't even know if he, like, has sex with that girl. Like, he feels like he just wants to sniff her vagina and, like, hit her. But he that also feels like... Yeah, he, no, but he does that whole, you know... The mommy night, thing. Yeah. What is he even saying that? Baby, I haven't, baby wants to fuck. Oh, yeah, baby wants to fuck. <laughs> See, that's super perverted. But is it more perverted yeah. than two literal sex addicts and Austin Powers? I mean, he had that just that weird fetish thing, but, 
I don't think he was, you know, was sex crazed as, uh, as Joe. Mm. And I, and some of these, I don't really know, like the Michael Fassbender. I'm not, you know, well, uh, Mike Myers was always trying to shag something. And yeah. Charlotte Gainsbourg was, you know, a nymphomaniac. Yeah. So she, just like, like I said, Fassbender and her are two actual fucking sex addicts. I guess, I don't know if Powers is technically a sex addict because he's actually, like we said before, he has some restraint to him when it comes to consent, which is great. Um, but I'm I'm willing to take Dennis Hopper off to throw uh, Mr. Rio Joe Saiba up on there. Yeah. Just because he has a, I guess, a need to talk about Nookie as much as he uh, needs to actually get it. It doesn't seem like he even got any pussy at all in this movie, but he just yeah. wanted it so badly. Dennis, the, the Frank Booth, he was just a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I takes, think he's more famous for his you know psychotic nature than he is for his sexual yeah deviancy. There's a few points taken away for him just being psychotic. I guess that makes sense. So I'm okay with that. We have uh, at least one up here for uh, City Hunter, and I feel like City Hunter deserved at least one because I enjoyed this movie a lot. So Dad, I don't know about you, but I am done talking about this movie, and I'm trying to make it my own. We have a live action Netflix recast. So right away, Bay. Could this be a Michael Bay movie? Maybe. I also had maybe. Yeah. Well, I, felt, I saw that then. I'm like, yeah, because, you know. It feels like it could be maybe almost like a Bad Boys, because Bad Boys was like funny and had like humor to it yeah. and action. So I don't think it would be too crazy for him to direct that. But um, yeah, I, uh, I didn't actually have like a choice of director because I sort of put myself in the Bay camp. Yeah. Well, the, I... I had Sam Mendes because he did some of the James Bond stuff. So I figured. <laughs> oh, you you were gonna give like real fucking directors. I was gonna say it's like, isn't it the dude who did 1917 or something like that? No, no. He Sam Mendes did. Oh that. yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I could. But he see. also did two of the um, what Spectre and Spectre, fucking yeah. um, the other one with Daniel Craig. Uh huh. <laughs> who I actually didn't put the character on here, but I think Daniel Craig could have been that uh, Gunter, the blonde guy in this movie. That was like gonna oh, yeah. be my pick, but I forgot to put the character yeah. up here. Uh, who did you have as your Joe? Yeah, I really had a hard time with this. I couldn't really think of anyone. The only re- I, I picked Zach Efron mm. <laughs> only because I feel like he could bring sort of a comedic element to it. Because I think this was sort of gonna be like you said, it's gonna be a goofy, sort of half serious, half yeah. comedic type thing, and mm-hmm. I think he could probably pull off the comedic part of it yeah i mean zach efron uh has struggled with some addictions in his life from what i understand i believe it was cocaine so it feels maybe on par with the 80s <laughs> feels like maybe he could slip into that mind frame if you really needed to i had uh either do some method acting <laughs> put himself right back in yeah. fucking rehab uh i had either henry golding who is kind of the the perennial hot asian guy pick whenever we have somebody who is like uh, like a, a character like this, but I personally, I mean, it, it, this is in the Yoon Park for me because if anybody is gonna fuck anybody in a movie, I wanted to be Steven Yoon. <laughs> if I had a girlfriend still and she had like a, a fucking you know an exemption list, is like, all right, I will let you cheat with this person if I can fuck Steven Yoon. I'd probably agree with it yeah. because I feel like Steven Yoon pipes ladies down the right way. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I saw this as your pick, I was just like, yeah, that that feels. That feels right. It does feel right. It feels yeah. like, I mean, I don't know if Steven Yoon uh, has ever been 
exemplarily, uh, excuse me, has never been an exemplary option of somebody who's a pervert, but I think he could tap into that sexual energy of just fucking white ladies and being able to get like... What did he do in the uh, Space Jam movie? What was his part? He was just like some fucking like um, executive for Warner Brothers or something like uh, that. Like he was a small bit part. He was in the same... It was her- sort of a cameo type of thing? Or Essentially, it- yeah. It was like him and um, Sarah Silverman. We're like two Warner Brothers executives or something like that talking to LeBron James about um, being in every movie franchise or something like that. That I, that movie is so bad. I really cannot fucking stress that enough. Um, who did you have as your cowrie? Phoebe Waller-Bridge. My queen. I really wish Fleabag uh, Season 3 would be a thing, but I... I don't see that in the future. Again, I feel like she could, you know, bring a comedic side to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's got a big ass, which is apparently part of Carrie's yeah, character. But, yeah. I don't think it's necessary, though. <laughs> yeah. No. I had a... I think she just has some body dysmorphia. I don't, I don't think she really has a big ass. I think she's... Just feels bad about herself. Yeah, exactly. I don't even think... I mean, who 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 is Joe, like giving his attention to who's like so much more buxom and hot like i don't think all these people are wearing these boxy 80s clothes you can barely tell the body type of any character everybody could be a cups and like 90 pounds and i really wouldn't be able to know i mean in in terms of how they're animated you really can't look at um her or nina and think that they're any different no they're like it wasn't like they did any. They pronounced the fact that you know she was flat chested and had a big ass. Well, they're like '80s thick, which is a big difference from like nowadays. Like when you say a girl is thick, like that is a thick bitch, like in the best way possible. If you're looking at like '80s girls, like a size six was considered plus size or whatever. So <laughs> size six was big. Yeah, I mean that's like supermodel bullshit. Like all these fucking coked out Tyra Banks types. Like, well, Tyra Banks was actually considered to be. Um, quote-unquote plus size i mean she was gorgeous still is uh i have uh chloe bennett who did you know agents of shield or whatever but she's also going to be in the new powerpuff girls uh live action show which apparently was reshot and rewritten or something like that because it was bad i don't know there was like supposed to come out recently i don't even know how they could rewrite it and not be bad I don't know either. It's that, that that one just stinks from the beginning. I mean, that has a reek that I haven't even seen it, and I'm already like thinking that's that's total failure. I I, don't I mean, think this is wrong, cats dude. bad stuff. You know what I mean? I, Unless it appeals to some kind of you know, if it's geared towards kids or something, and maybe that that'll win the day. But I want to know what the Mojo Jojo character looks like because that's like the one thing that I'm interested because in. Because it's got to be a kids movie because it's not. It's a TV show, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's New... well, Powerpuffs was a you know was yeah. a cartoon, but it was just yeah. It's like Dove Cameron, fucking um, her and some other girl. It's a CW. I knew it was CW. It, it, Yana Perlot or something yeah. like that is the other girl. But yeah, it's uh, or you know, because the Powerpuff Girls were like you know like superheroes, right? Sort of yeah. cartoon superheroes. They so. were manufactured by a white dude in his basement. Oh, he okay. built three little girls. Huh. Apparently, Powerpuff Girls was supposed to be like much more edgy. See, or something that's like creepy that. in itself. <sighs> Definitely, a guy creates three 
girls for the pre for under the pretense that he was creating superheroes. It's like you wanted to fuck those girls, <laughs> Professor X. You fucking perv. Could have created freaking three male characters, but now I'm gonna make little girls that can you know yeah. kick ass. Yeah, yeah. That's that's something that maybe Child Protective Services need to uh, evaluate with Professor X. I don't know if he's a a good guardian for them. Yeah, it feels wrong. See, it's just. It's going off. It's it's all wrong right from the get go. Yeah. Well, these. I mean, all these girls look of age in this fucking show, so I don't know if they can really tag on the thing. I mean, I don't think Chloe Bennett is anything but like twenty. No, I'm eight. sure they're going to. I mean, it, either that or they're going to try to position it as some kind of weird, you know, twenty nine. It's like Marvel Universe for kids or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything the CW makes is like trash, and that, that's the same network that puts out Riverdale. Which, if but I if I remember the 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 cartoon they fight monsters and stuff like that and mm-hmm. different things yeah yeah i think i think i saw something about riverdale that the the tv show that comes out now is being funded by some guy who's essentially just paying for riverdale fan fiction and that's why it's just so bad there's something about like the person who funds that show who like is just into riverdale fan fiction who's just trying to like enact all these weird sexual plots it's really fucking weird, and I imagine that's probably in the same vein. If you told me they were doing the same thing with Powerpuff Girls, I would believe it. Who knows, though? <laughs> Who did you have as your Falcon? Uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, I saw this one coming. And I had The Rock. Yeah. Did you know about their rivalry? That they yeah. don't like each other? Yeah, I heard about it. I think that's hilarious that Vin Diesel has, like would take shots at like the rocks acting skills and shit like that and be like so mad at him for like not being a better actor or something like that and hmm, i i think the rock's pretty good actually i don't think the rock is bad i, I mean he's not going to do anything real deep but i just i don't understand how rock is literally the, like the most profitable actor obviously of his generation maybe but I, uh, maybe of all time not of all time i don't know that feels like a lot but he's like one of the most bankable dudes ever and he's never in a movie that's good. When is the last time The Rock has been in a movie that is like decent? Because I don't. I mean, he's in the ju- Jungle Book. Yeah, now or but whatever. he's in sort of these movies that they're not great, but they're not super bad, and they just they hit that you know middle of the road. I don't know. He's just appeals to like a family friendly type dude. Yeah. Remember he was in the Mark Wahlberg movie, Pain or Gain. Yeah, Pain and Gain or whatever. That was like that was the one that he was movie. critically acclaimed for. Like people thought he did. He's a sort of like the Adam Sandler of freaking like big buff guys. That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, the Rock is the Adam Sandler of buff dudes. Yeah. Wow, that's. I feel like The Rock is one uncut gems performance away yeah. from being like a, an Oscar nominee. That'd be intense. I mean, P, I he's mean, too big. Adam though. Sandler obviously made really. I mean. You know, it was a taste for some people. I, I mean, I liked a lot of his movies, but at the same point, the critics, you know, pretty much thought everything he did was, you know, pretty yeah. lame. Well, ever I mean, he did what? Um, Punch Drunk Love, and that sort of corrected the... And then Spanglish was another one that he yeah. got sort of credit No, he's, he's definitely, you know, come around in terms of respectability. Yeah. You know, as far as in the critics' eyes, mm. you know. Yeah, that's fair. I, that's a I, really that's an incredible take. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's super funny. Uh, who did you have as your Nina? I had Brie Larson. Brie Larson, the most hated woman in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Where I don't really get why people don't like her. I think people think she's a bitch, and maybe she is. I don't really want to say that about her, but I don't really know anything about her. Well, I just know I, people yeah. fucking shit on what Captain Marvel or whatever her character was. 
yeah, and I don't really understand that. I mean, I, you know, and I can't tell you that I'm a huge fan of the Marvel stuff in mm-hmm. the sense that I really can't. I don't. I haven't watched them closely. I mean, I've watched them, but I don't. They're all. I mean, they're just they're corny. Yeah, dude. like that's really what it is. And to see her part, I didn't even feel like she really had this mega part. And at least the one that I watched, mm-hmm. I think she was like out of the movie for most of it or something. But well, she's apparently one of the most powerful characters in that universe. She's uh, like top three most powerful characters of all the superheroes, apparently, or something yeah. like that. But, but you got to be careful when you take on parts like this. You know what I mean? Because. Marvel, the fanboys yeah, are all fucking I mean, incels. Exactly. I mean, if you just hit the wrong chord with, you know, the fan base. And I think that's what it was. Like, she said something. I think she was like girl bossing through all these interviews for Captain America. Like, she would take this real um, uh, strongly worded feminist stance or something like that. And people yeah. were just turned off by it and then tried to make her out to be some fucking cold bitch. But. You know, it's really, it's really not that serious. She's a fucking superhero. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't blame people going to the Marvel stuff because that's where the money is. But yeah. you know, it's where everybody's gonna uh, go. At this, I don't point. know if that was a great career move for, her, in the sense that I don't think she needed to go there. But I mean, what well, I mean, she got. Did she get nominated for Room or did she win? Yeah, she won an Oscar. Yeah, so she she's already got her shit, dude. Yeah. So she's just sort of cashing in whatever she can get. Yeah. I had uh, Dakota Johnson, who is of obvious uh, Fifty Shades of Grey fame. Did you watch those movies or ever engage with those books? I watched a little of them. Mm -hmm. Um, That's that's something I tend to do a lot. I'll start watching either A, I fall asleep, or B, I just bail. Mm -hmm. But I remember when that book first came out, and it was like probably somewhere in high school. I downloaded a copy of it off uh, some fucking like I just downloaded it for free. I wouldn't buy it, but I was I had to learn from it because it seemed like every girl I knew was obsessed with it. I was like, all right, well, obviously this book is going to teach me about something, <laughs> and it really was just I read the whole thing and it was really poorly written for one, but it was just weird. It was I mean if you're into like. Um, BDSM stuff like that was pretty much the gist of it. That was sort of like the relationship, yeah. you know, tie up. You know, I, I guess the only thing I've adopted from the Fifty Shades of Grey space is choking girls, and that seems to be like something that is actually like cool. But uh, I don't know. That whole franchise was fucking crazy. Like how that became a thing, and yeah. at one point she carries around like an egg in her pussy or something like that. Some sort of like what training egg. I don't know. Uh, she was like doing Kegels with an egg and like walking around with it. Like that was a plot point. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's based off of Twilight fan fiction, which I'm sure every person who's ever talked about Fifty Shades has brought that up. But the fact that that there's I've so, never watched Twilight either. I I've seen some of the Twilight, and I remember seeing the last one in theaters because I went with a girl, um, and I was just appalled. They. Um they just came all of them came on netflix i think because i've really? seen yeah i saw i it's one of the streaming because i you know as i'm going through it all of a sudden i think it says that the twilight is it a trilogy i think there's four movies there's four they split up the last book between two movies which is like such a they do that all the time like the harry potter franchise did the same thing yeah because i mean i you know obviously you see a little clip and i was you know so i've seen you know little clips of these things and it looks to me like there's nothing there for me to watch, but yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. 
Uh, who did you have as your Helzin? And this is going to be our last one. Liam Neeson. Big dick Liam Neeson. <laughs> Fucking water bottle penis Liam Neeson. <laughs> Funny enough, uh, you know, I'm not going to bring that up. Um, I, uh, I had Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I just got like... Arnold vibes from the actor who no, was like voicing him. Well, that's so funny because that's exactly I was going to freaking pick Arnold, that. Really? When I saw it, I'm like, oh crap, you already did it. So I'm like, well, I'm not just gonna. We had like a weird like Austrian fucking like twang to whatever he was saying. It was really bizarre. The choice that he uh, chose for East Galilee or wherever this character is supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, they from, felt like they were even a real place, like, I believe. German to me or something, but yeah, yeah, it was something weird. But either or either of these characters would be fine. Liam Neeson is pretty much the market correction of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his uh, his older <laughs> years of anything. So I'm okay with that. So Dad, last call for alcohol. Was there any questions for the director that you wanted to bring up before we go? No, I didn't have any. <laughs> questions for the director but there's one thing that i always notice in a lot of these animes is you know they have the songs that they'll play in the beginning and then of course you can see that the, the lyrics that you know mm. they've translated and I'm, I'm always curious to you know i'm watching them and they're so ridiculous sometimes and obviously they're probably being translated you know i mean obviously from the japanese to american well, they're talking about love, and the main character is really just obsessed with sex. So it yeah. seems like it doesn't even fit. But like the the ending at the ending credits, it's saying the 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 song starts off and it says, "Swallowing moonlight," nice. and then it says, "The silver blue knife." Like, what does that mean? The silver blue knife. He goes, "I threw in the deep sea. Then it fell down from the sky. I was in the dream like that. I feel the breath in your chest." Even though I know how much I am loved by you, I can't recall your face. <laughs> so she's like in a dream. I guess it's some kind of a dream type of it thing. It feels very melodramatic. But then at some point they say, I love the 16th moon. <laughs> what is that? It's <laughs> just like, where moon. do these lyrics come from? And I mean, honestly, there's tons of songs that have lyrics that have no freaking meaning. But yeah, these are sort of bizarre. Yeah, the uh, the poetic injustice of these these ending credit songs. And the first song, it's I was down with, for the first song. The I first that was song catchy. goes, "Here we go," and then it says, "Soldier in the night, night. Uh -huh. Why don't we go to the other side of the river together?" Okay, what's the river to get on uh, the other side of the river? Well, isn't one of the things like night isn't the only time for or yes. night is the di time yeah. for mystery or well, something that, like that, that? That's fine, but yeah. then it says, "I've choose I've chosen the fastest car for us." <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's a mistranslation there. I wonder just like how it's received in its original language because the song is was fun to listen to. But yeah, it was crazy. Well, a lot of people, you know, I I seemed like when I was just trying to research the song because it was just intriguing to me because the this you know and then one of the the things it's called Weekend Soldier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weekend Soldier. He says Weekend Soldier. Now he's crossing the bridge through the forest in the early morning. I want to always live in the present. I almost wrote that down as a takeaway. It's like, I too also only want to live in the present. <laughs> that feels like very zen. So I, I thought that was a pretty cool lesson to learn from that song. Uh, I didn't have any questions. I, I feel like I got everything that I needed out of this movie. Uh, and it was probably just mostly the Nookie thing. I think I think I actually have to add a Nookie uh, button to this soundbar because um, I just don't think I have enough. I feel like we just have to keep adding more to this, even yeah. though logic seems to only want to let me fucking put a few on here which is kind of bullshit but you i know. think you need to get the uh the fred durst i did it all for the nookie 
Oh shit! <laughs> Maybe I will. Um, anything you can think of for a maxim this week? Muskie's maxim. Beware the girl with the mallet. <laughs> hey, fellas. <laughs> There was this time, uh, come on, Muskie, really, we're going to do this again? Come on, man, shut the fuck up. So, this one time, I was hanging out with a girl, and a fucking mother comes out in yoga pants. She's carrying around a meat mallet. I say, hey, baby, why don't you use that meat mallet on my fucking cock? And you know what she did? She kicked me out of the house. <laughs> wow, Muskie, I thought you were going to say that you fucked her. Ah, well, you know, I can't get them all, you know. That's scary. That's a meat tenderizer. Well, you know, sometimes sometimes you need a little roughness. I, I remember I read uh, Fifty Shades of Grey back when I was a, you know, a younger man. Muskie, you're like 55. What are you talking Muskie, about? Muskie, you can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can fucking read. I can read this fucking bill that you owe me, dickhead. You've been tending by since you were 12. <laughs> <laughs> Muskie's owned his own business yeah. since he's fucking 12. No, his old man owned the bar before oh, him. Yeah, what yeah. was his fucking yeah. name? Custer Muskie? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Custer. <laughs> the name of the bar is Custer's Last Stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Don't talk about my fucking dad like that. Yeah, all right, Muskie, whatever, dude. My We're dad was a legend. <laughs> my fucking father. <laughs> My, my father could drink you under the table. I bet he could. He also probably paid for his alcohol, which we don't, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get out of this bar before Muskie bans us. So, Dad, we've arrived at Nosenorada. Uh Anything you want to bring up before we go? And I jump with this Ubi. No, I'm uh, I'm good. All right, I think I, I can't even remember the. <laughs> we did in our last episode. Oh, yeah. The milk cow. Milk cow. Well, that was like two weeks ago, and this is sort of a, a statement that we'll put out now is that I got a job now, which is, uh, you know, in its own right sort of traumatic, but things uh, definitely took a little while getting used to in terms of like learning how to write these podcasts now with extra time on, or not as much time on my hands. So. Yeah, he's he's uh, replacing Muskie. <laughs> <laughs> I am a, I am a bartender now, and I am not as much of a sexual deviant. It's sort of like hand in hand. But uh, Dad, this is going to be the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? I liked it. I did too. It was yeah. like a. It wasn't too flavorful, but it had it pretty neutral. I guess it was pretty yeah. neutral to me. I've had this wine before, and I I picked it out i'm like oh wow i haven't had this one in a while and mm. i remembered liking it so i continue to like it i'm gonna give it four out of five 357 magnum bullets nice i'm gonna do uh i'm just gonna make this easy on myself i'm gonna do 3.75 stars out of five or excuse me out of uh five nookies i don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have anything left in the tank at this point. It feels like this is the longest I've ever talked about pussy or something like that. Pussy! Yeah, there we go. All right, well, uh, we have a Twitter that we hardly use, and sometimes I even forget to tweet out the episodes, but it's at uh, me and my dad watch. Um, so if you give a shit and want to follow us on there, I'll maybe tweet about Kevin Durant or, I don't know, white pants theory bullshit. Um, <laughs> if you want to uh, also leave a five-star review, or even just five stars. Really, we just want any more positive ratings, any sort of 
uh, feedback from our listenership, which would be really helpful to be completely honest with you. So if you guys like what we're doing, definitely throw uh, a couple five stars down on the iTunes page. Um, if you want to hear us do anything specific in terms of a movie, uh, whether it be live action adaptation or just an anime that you think would be funny for us to do, please throw it on there. Throw it on with anything else. Uh, and we'll uh, definitely tackle that and uh, make you a little part of the show. We'll do yeah. a cold open in your uh, and your honor. You too can be a super fan like Lord Kobe. Yeah, I like how we just name dropped Lord Kobe in the last three episodes. <laughs> we still haven't got another fucking review. He is getting a lot of freaking, you know. Uh-huh. Who would have expected that from any podcast? That you just leave one review and then they talk about you for fucking five weeks who knows yeah, you too yeah you too could be part of our yeah. referential uh, echo chamber here if you <laughs> want to be in it so hey just like always we have no fucking idea what we're doing and hopefully on the other end we will be able to figure it out but until then we're just gonna have to see you next week yep and bye 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 and don't drink a drive